Welcome, everyone, to episode 139 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Uh, today's episode is on the Valve documentary, Free to Play, which kind of follows the the lives of three uh, Dota 2 players as they're, as they're heading into a very uh, large-prized Dota 2 tournament. It's the international tournament, which is at the end of the summer. So uh, that's our topic for, th- for today. It's a nice little change of pace. Uh, we'll be talking about a movie instead of... A video game, I guess, but I mean the the, the movie's about a video game, so whoops. Uh, so it's video game related, obviously. Uh, teasers. Anyone have anything they want to tease for later on? Uh, I'll be talking about South Park. Mm-hmm. We're waiting on Infamous, right? Infamous will be next week. Yep. Okay, and uh, I'll probably talk a little Dark Souls. Dark Souls. I know we're gonna have. Yep. The episode. The episode. Episode when when it comes out for for PC. But yeah, you, I mean you're welcome to. Share your impressions on it. I will talk a little infamous then. A little or infamous. I'm sorry. Dark little, Souls. A little Dark Souls. Yeah. Okay. Will, you have anything you want to tease? Um, I played Final Fantasy fourteen mm-hmm. and Diablo three. Oh. That's what I've been playing. So. Okay. Corey? I also played a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh-huh. Will and I played a little bit together on Thursday. Uh, yeah, I think Thursday. Whatever day it was. Okay. Um, and also just more Final Fantasy six on my phone. Nice. That's all. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be talking a little bit later about the Wildstar beta. The NDA was finally lifted, so I can I can talk about my experiences with the the Wildstar beta. Um, and that's my only only teaser. I played a little Dark Souls, which I'll talk about during what I played too. Uh, the first first one, Dark Souls one. Uh, Nibble Bits, Eric. Why don't you get started started with Nibble Bits? Okay. Uh, got some pretty big news. Far Cry Four has been announced uh, for early next year. Mm-hmm. Adding on to Witcher 3, hopefully. So a yeah. couple big games coming out big, early Big early year. releases, yeah. And it's supposedly set in the Himalayas. Okay. So I love that idea for a game yeah. there. Oh, well, I'm excited about that because Far Cry 3 was so good. Yeah. Um, and we never gave that series its due no, until Far Cry until 3. Until recently, yeah. Um, yeah, so moving on. In the same vein, Ubisoft has confirmed Assassin's Creed Unity for next-gen consoles, and I think it's called something else for previous-gen. Yeah, it's got a, It's kind of going to be like a different game, kind of. Yeah, but I already don't care yeah. about last-gen. Right, so, oh yeah. yeah, no, I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, Assassin's Creed is going to be set in the French Revolution. I didn't watch the video, any of the trailer for it, or whatever they put out. I, I did watch it. How was it? It looks great. It looks like Assassin's this, the, Creed? Or? The, yeah, yeah. The setting, I mean, I've talked about wanting a Assassin's Creed game set during the French Revolution just because it was such a monumental thing. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm interested in the time setting. If they do a little reworking of the controls, I'll be very, very excited for it. This happened before. Who here is excited about this game? I'm excited about the time period. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Are you excited about the game? No, because last you guys talked about how good Black Flag was, and I didn't like it, so... And they're taking. There won't be any ship battles, right? Probably no. not. So they have. They, they. I mean, to me, they have to do. You know, 
do ha- have some help for the controls. I think if, if they just did a dedicated stealth button or, uh, or uh, yeah, a dedicated stealth button, I think would go a long way and, and to allow you to sneak so you're not so, you know. Do you think they'll do that? Derping though? along, I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. Based I don't, on I don't, history? I don't think they're going to change it that much, but at yeah. the same time, they're also developing, developing it specifically for next-gen consoles. So yeah. that's that could be the difference there. Corey, are you interested? Not really. Me either. I don't know why. Well, I, it, I don't think I'll like it as much as Black Flag. I think, for me, uh, Assassin's Creed has hit its pinnacle mm-hmm. with yeah. Black Flag, and they're taking out the boat combat. Which was by far the, the best, best part of yeah. it. Right, it really was. The more I thought about it, when I was, saw this came out, I was like, well, there's not going to be any naval combat. What the yeah. fuck am I going to do? Yeah. Well, I don't this... want to sneak in bushes and get in a circle to listen to these jackasses and get pissed off while I'm trying to follow them. <laughs> yeah, the follow missions were brutal. Is this but, coming out this year? Uh, yeah. Holiday season. Yep, this fall. It'll be. That's a good That's a good point, though, Eric, because I, I think my interest and excitement for the Assassin's Creed series is just solely based on its setting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think and, uh, know, we would all agree with that. French Revolution is somewhat interesting to me, but not in a video game. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that, Corey. Mm-hmm. Not being... Well, you're more of a history guy than I am. So I, it, I'm i pretty cool on it right now. Mm-hmm. If it gets yeah. great reviews, I'll get it. Yeah. And if Dan likes it, I'll get it. That'll It'll be, that'll, that'll be saying they, a lot. Yeah. Probably. It'll be interesting to see what they do. You know, they're taking out some of the best gameplay elements, um, and hopefully they can replace them with something else that's cool and interesting, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So Executing the monarchy. That'd be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. I'd really... <laughs> One of my friends storming the Bastille. Yeah, one of my friends had a really good idea for an Assassin's Creed game, like the time period. It's really, it's like World War Two, where you like have to like kill Hitler. Yeah, like I think that would be an awesome idea for an Assassin's. Yeah, I would game. be excited about World right? War Two. Yeah. yeah, it would just be hard with the more modern guns. But again, they would have to. They need to change the controls. Yeah. And without doing that, it's it's going to be hard for me to get too excited. Right. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Uh, I got a couple more here. The next PS4 update, which I believe is out, right? Yeah, it came out right before Infamous. Okay. Um, expanded video capture and screenshot sharing options. I'm going to read this right off of... Oh, wait, no, that one hasn't come out. That yet. hasn't come out. Yeah, okay, not yet. so this is a future one. Right. I'm going to read this right off of the uh, Polygon article about it. Um, it's going to allow users to have screenshots and video clips that you can save to a USB drive and will support HDMI video capture to a separate device by introducing HDCP off option, which means nothing to me it's but. a high definition capture something or other okay um it says it's also going to improve twitch streaming services hmm. uh which i literally can't do anymore because of my internet yeah fuck i'm getting so sick of it yeah it's awful i hear you and it costs an arm and a leg. i mean it's expensive to have it I, is. I tweeted google fiber uh my my speed which is 33 down and like five point something yeah. up uh, and that cost me more than Google Fiber's 1,000 down and 1,000 yeah. up. That's I'm like, insane. you got to be kidding me. You're also going to be able to further personalize your clips. There's going to be some more video editing mm-hmm. that they're putting in, which will be nice because there's not really too much right now other than just <laughs> cutting off a certain length of your video. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be fun. Hopefully we can they can figure out a way to get them onto YouTube now too. Yeah. I guess in the future you're going to be able to archive you oh, on, on Twitch, too, yeah. then you can put it on YouTube That's there. not in this update. That's something okay, later more on. future. And my last one, Infamous Second Son. Um, 
Paper Trail expansion has been released or whatever you want to call it. It's delivering six weeks of free content. They're going to come out um, timed. Um, I guess it kind of builds up some backstory about the DUP and the cover-up of what's going on. Mm -hmm. We'll get more into that next week when we do our infamous episode. But it's free DLC, Mm -hmm. which is the point. Yep. Five hours. Five hours more game. Yep. So, Mm -hmm. good for them. Yep. Agreed. They're doing that for us. And that's it for me. Okay. Corey, what do you got? Well, Dan, Titanfall for 360 was delayed again to April 8th in the States and the 11th in the UK. Patrick Soderland, who's the EVP of EA Games, said that he's been playing the game a lot and it is fantastic, but we see a few things that can be made even better, so we're giving Blue Point, this is the developer, a little more time to do just that and deliver an epic Titanfall experience for Xbox 360 players. Uh, I did a little digging, and apparently the issue was the frame rate. Yeah. Was that like 30 frames per second? Yeah, something like that. Um, so yeah, I guess they're going to work on that, but I, I, I kind of feel like, you know, it doesn't hurt to let Xbox one have it exclusively for a little while. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, the system's been 450 bucks for the Titanfall bundle, a few different places. So I saw it at I Amazon, Best Buy and Walmart. Uh, Walmart. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that's good for, for the Xbox one. And speaking of which, apparently it's working in moving consoles. Uh, the Titanfall release in the UK increased its Xbox One sales 96%. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the week it was out. And apparently before the PS4, this is in the UK, mind you, before the PS4 was outselling the Xbox One, one 1.5 to 1. Um, so for every Xbox console sold, PS4 sold 1.5. That's not as big of a gap as I would have thought. No, me either. No, I think I think it's bigger in the states for sure. Um, but yeah, more bro know. gamers over there. You think? I think it's the soccer crowd, the FIFA oh. crowd. Oh, it came with a free copy, FIFA, didn't it? Yeah, Xbox One yeah. came with a free copy in a that, lot of European countries, yeah. that's, <laughs> which that's was smart. Big. That's smart. Okay, that's good. That'll marketing. do it. They made one good decision. Yeah, that was a good decision. <laughs> And also, finally, Walmart will start accepting game trade-ins starting March 26th, um, which sort of sucks for GameStop. What a couple of shitholes both of those places are, though. <laughs> I hope they run each other out. Right. Obviously, Walmart's not going anywhere, but no. GameStop, I think, is on its way out here shortly. Yeah. Do you think they're clinging on to, clinging on to hope? I think they are. They are. I mean, honestly, like, what do you even need it for I'll, other well, than trade-ins? Yeah. I'll talk about it, why I think they're doing everything they can to keep business when I in our weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, because you had, you had an experience. I didn't hear about it, but... Dose. Two experiences, okay. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm already pissed. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Corey. That's it. Just those three. Okay. I'll, I'll go next. Uh, Sony announced its new virtual reality headset called Project Morpheus at GDC this week. Sony focused on six points in creating an immersive VR experience which are sight, sound, tracking, control, ease of use, and content. It will also incorporate 3D audio so sounds can come from above and beneath the player in addition to 360-degree uh, surround sound. So more details. Well, I'm sure we'll keep you posted on that as, as more details come out. But that it's also awesome looking if anyone saw pictures of it. I, think I don't it, know. I think it looks cool. I think it looks goofy. Do you? Yeah, I, I, but the thing is, is I don't care what it looks like, yeah, honestly. Yeah, it's going to be strapped to your head. Right, so. and I'm not going to be playing it in a room full of people. Right. And Are you also, sure? 
I would never play that in front of my girlfriend because she would not stop she, making fun She would give you a me. hard time. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't I could really give a shit what it looks like. I think it would be hard to make anything that did look good. Yeah. You know? That's what I was thinking. It's probably about as good as it can look at this point. Right. Strapped to your head. Yeah. And it's not a good look for anybody, really. No. But that being said, it's I'm excited about it. Yeah. There's a, a Tumblr, actually, I think, called White Guys Wearing Oculus Rift. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's white guys wearing, you know, having stupid faces as yeah. they're, like, amazed uh, by the by the uh, Oculus Rift. It's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, now, what are you guys thinking about the the headset other than the way it looks? I don't know. Uh, cost is going to be a huge factor. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, with Rift, like... You know, fans of the of the of games can make patches and stuff for it, so so that even games that don't have official Oculus support can get right. Oculus support just by you know nerdy people doing it. Yeah. Uh, not the same thing with with the Sony one, but it's all going to depend on how much it costs. You know, if it's not too expensive, I think it'll sell well. How much do you think it'll cost? Gut feeling. I'm going to guess it's going to be expensive. Like I would say four? like 400 bucks probably. That's what I'm thinking too, four or five, Yeah, which is too much for me. Yeah, uh, too much for me too, but at, at the same time, like I'm not going to be buying another console for yeah, but how I, long. I can't, I'm, I can't justify paying more than my console costs for something for, that goes yeah. with it. Yeah, for yeah. Uh, and it, yeah, um, uh, peripheral. Right, That's regardless what of what it is. Right. It's pretty sweet though. Yeah. I say that now. Right. <laughs> but if it's awesome and there's games for it, I'll, you're going to want to buy, buy it, it yeah. for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. Paradox Interactive, which is one of my favorite publishers currently, has teamed up with Obsidian to publish their upcoming RPG, Pillars of Eternity, uh, which is expected to launch later this year. Uh, Pillars of Eternity is, of course, the Obsidian game that was successfully kickstarted. And uh, I think that's when we started talking about. When we heard that this game was going to be on Kickstarter, be, you know, Obsidian being the developer that it is, um, I think that's when we started talking about whether or not we thought like developers, developers should use Kickstarter if it just should be used for indie games, right? Corey, I think isn't this the game that made you talk about that? Which, which game? Pillars of Eternity by Obsidian. I don't, I don't remember. I think that was the one, if I remember correctly. But that was well, that was like a year ago, maybe. Huh. Yeah. But anyway, it's uh, going to be published by Paradox, so we'll see. Uh, moving on, EA has already locked up publishing rights for Titanfall 2, and sources say Respawn will not make Titanfall 2 a Microsoft exclusive, meaning it would be available also on Sony platforms. So More money. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think they thought that the X-Bone was going to sell a little bit better than it did when they signed exclusive rights with Microsoft. But Probably would have if they had released Titanfall with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, but should be coming out for Sony platforms, so. Uh, it would have sold, you know, probably everyone that had a PlayStation would have bought it, I would think. So it would have sold another five to six million, million copies. Co- yeah. So there's that. And then Microsoft has revealed Direct X- DirectX 12 at this year's GDC. Microsoft claims DirectX 12 will especially eliminate... Uh, CPU bottlenecks by allowing developers to more easily spread tasks amongst different cores of a processor. It's also supposed to help with mobile devices by allowing for better power efficiency and making ports uh, for games between various platforms much easier. Holiday 2015 release date is the current target with no mention of specific platform availability. A lot of people think it'll be Windows 8 and up, which 
um, upset some people. I'm not sure about Windows 7 yet, but you can assume it's probably going to be on Windows 8 and up. And there might be a new Windows out by then. Who knows? Yeah, people were saying that there might be a new Windows along with DirectX 12. I hope not. No. I don't want to upgrade again. No. It's, well, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, only, I only paid 15 bucks for up, to upgrade to Windows 8, so. I think I got it for if, free. If they do that, that's fine. Yeah. So. Okay. Will, nibble bits. Uh, my first one is about Minecraft, and uh, the sale revenue up for that game is up 38% from last year, which is insane because that game came out in 2009. I was going to say it's been out a while. Yeah, so it's up 38%, sold 14 million copies on the PC, 11 million on the 360, and like four months of it being out on the PS3, it sold uh, 1 million. That's insane. Right? Yikes. Um, there was a quote from, I think, Notch that said, you know, when games come out after like a year, like sales fall Plum. down dramatically it's yeah. like that hasn't happened with us yet well there's so much you could do with it yeah, yeah right I, nothing i can do with it because <laughs> i'm not creative i don't even like it that much and i'm gonna buy it on the ps4 is it coming out for ps4 yes it is yeah. coming out for ps4 oh, i'll get it okay because someone builds another house and then quit playing it <laughs> someone joked Again. that it's coming out for next gen platforms but their graphics aren't any better no nope. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna look the same yeah <laughs> i appreciate what it is though. i could see the the appeal. appeal, yeah, definitely. definitely. It's yeah. just not anything I can do, but I'm going to buy it. Right. So it's there. Right. Yeah. So you have another game. So Will and I are going to find some more beachfront pop property and build a house and then quit playing again. Yeah. You'll spend, yeah, I mean, 10 bucks for two hours, right? That's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, I paid 20 for going home. Yeah. And that was not even an hour. Right. So. We come back to that every week. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, there's never too much gone home hate that yeah. can be spread around. Well, for everybody who loves it, I have to dish out hate towards it for right. a little well, didn't bit. Didn't they say that's coming to next-gen consoles? Yeah. So you can buy it again, Will. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to play Will's on our family yeah. share thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just let me know when you want to do that. I don't know. It won't be soon. But anyway, go ahead. Um, and my last one is Pikachu and 10 other Pokemon are going to be Japan's official uh, 2014 World Cup mascots. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Eric? Well, they don't have a chance anyway, so they may as well be a bunch of jackasses. <laughs> it doesn't make you want to root for Japan a little bit more? Not even a little. No. That's I would silly. Probably, I'd probably root for them more. I, well, I mean... What, I, I take the World Cup very seriously. So you, when you see Japan rolling out with Pokemon as mascots? Yeah, I mean, come on. Well, the Pokemon that are the mascots are Pikachu, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Charmander, Chespin, Faroki, Fennekin, Meowth, Pancham, Wiltio, and Helopatil. Cool. What, are they going to put, like, Pokemon fucking patches on their shoulders? Probably. My God. <laughs> I just don't know. Whose idea was that? That's so stupid. I mean, I don't know. They they all seem like children over there with all their... They really do. Right? <laughs> they really Not do. bashing them, but, like, all their, their anime is yeah. huge and stuff like that. You know, to the average American, it's just a cartoon. Yeah. I mean, I like Pokemon, but where does that tie in with the World Cup? I don't know. I'm just not seeing it. I mean, it's huge there, so that's the only thing that I can. Oh, I guess. Whatever. But yeah, I thought that I laughed at that. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But anyway. yeah, th- that's all I had. Sounds good. Uh, how was your week, Will? My week was all right. The main thing I want to talk about was my GameStop visit. I needed uh, some money to get some games, so I was going to trade in my 360 because I don't, I haven't even turned it on since I've gotten my PS4. Mm-hmm. So I called them and asked them how much money I'd get. You know, initially, and they said one one twenty, and I was like, Meh. but I didn't want to. I don't have enough time to sell it on Craig, Craigslist or eBay because I needed to get Infamous and you know a couple other games. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, just gonna oh, go. that was cash value. Yeah. Okay. So I took it over to GameStop to do it, um, and I brought in 
almost all my 360 games. I forgot to bring Arkham uh, Asylum back for you. Did you trade it in? No. I wouldn't do that. I broke <laughs> I sold your Pokemon. <laughs> Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. Yeah. Accidentally. You I could have just told me it was an accident. Okay. All right. I guess I'll trade it in. <laughs> well, don't. No? <laughs> no, you can because I'm probably going to trade my 360 in too. Well, I almost did when you told me that you were going to, when you did. Well, why don't I bring you the game so you can trade it in? All right. Bring I'm Animal. I'm just trying to be eye for an eye, you know? Bring Animal Crossing, by the way. All I right. want to play that. Oh, yeah, I forgot to bring that. All right. Anyway, going back to it. Um, so I went in there, and I don't like GameStop in the slightest, but uh, the two guys that were working there were actually surprisingly really nice. Which was, GameStop? The Vestal one. Okay. Um there was nobody in there, so they were both just talking to me while they were trading in their stuff. The guy before who I traded in stuff was a real jerk. He was telling, he was giving me crap about my discs being too scratched. Oh my god! So I was like, all right. But the, the guys that worked this time were really nice, and yeah. I ended up getting like two hundred and twenty-eight dollars for my three sixty and um, some of the games that I had. How many what, games did you have? Uh, like six, and they were all like older. Okay. Like Mass Effect One oh. was one of them. Yeah. So which came out. A long time ago. Yeah, it was 2008. Yeah. Cool. cool. So, yeah, I ended up getting $228, and I was like, holy crap. I didn't know what to, what to do. So that lead, led me to believe that I think they're starting to give more money for trade-ins because the competition, and they're starting to hurt a little I bit. I agree. Uh, I've been pleasantly surprised the last few times. I've gone, I'll, I'll bring this up now since we're talking about it. I went and traded in um, South Park because I beat it. Yeah. Should... Well done. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna put it on the list right now. Um, so I traded in Stick of Truth and Need for Speed, which I didn't even play. Uh-huh. But that deal worked out so nicely for me because I traded FIFA 14 for 360 to a guy and 10 bucks for Need for Speed, and I got almost 40 bucks for it. Nice. Holy crap! Yeah. I wasn't ever gonna play FIFA again for 360, so I made out like 30 bucks ahead there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I got—I don't remember exactly how much I got for, it, but it was enough for me to pay off Infamous. And I had like twenty five bucks left over. Right. And they, you know, they tried to tell you, "Oh, do you want to pre order?" And I, there's nothing coming out soon that I wanted to pre order. I have Destiny pre ordered. Um, so I got the Final Fantasy X and X two HD remake. Oh, nice. I wanted it for Vita, but they only had it for PS3, so okay. I got it for PS3. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and I paid seventeen bucks for it. That's awesome. Like, I was like, I fucking made out pretty well here. Yeah. yeah. That was like me when I traded my tablet. I got over a hundred bucks for it. Yeah. It's you know two years old. Well, it's like when I took my iPhone, yeah, it fucking paid off my PS4. Yeah, like, I barely paid a cent for that thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. great. It's See, great. that makes me think that they're starting to struggle a little bit with the competition. They're like, eh, looks like we gotta start. It, well, as much as I hate GameStop, I'd rather support them than Walmart. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> the armpit of the earth. I don't like Walmart. That's a at good all. point. That is a good point. I don't want to ever step foot in Walmart. I'll tell you what. If I trade in most of my shit, I might come close to being able to pay off an Xbox One. Yeah, you probably would be able to. How many controllers do you have? Because that gets like $15. Three or four? Yeah, you... Yeah. That's tempting. I see Eric, the wheels and Eric's I, head I don't even. I don't need an Xbox One, but if I can get it for free, I will do it. Yeah. Because, I mean, they, at least as far as games go, there's not a lot coming out in the next no. uh, and honestly, two months, I don't probably. I really have any hankering to play Titanfall, either. But at some point, I mean, Halo will come out. Yeah. Well, do you have an edge card? Yeah. It, an edge card gives you an extra, like, 30%, and if you trade in towards a next-gen console, you get, like, another 20%. Wow. I should go price I would it at, out. Yeah, I would at least look into it. 
So one of us has to get an X-Bone. I should. You know, if they drop it to 450... No. Sorry, guys. I might just go do it. Right. This is interesting. Four. Yeah, you should see it. Maybe they'll price match even. Yeah. Of course, if, if I went in there and I worked there and I was just trading shit in, I'd be like, no, we're in a fucking price match. You're not paying for it. Yeah, that's that would true. Be my true <laughs> but, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So there's that. And I ended up uh, getting Infamous paid off. Dynasty Warriors 8 paid off for the PS4. I'm Which so, I want to borrow. Oh, yeah, you'll, I'll let you borrow it. I'm so excited for that game. Did you play it? It comes out Tuesday. Oh, it's not out yet. Yeah, not yet. Nice. Um, And then a $50 Steam card, and I put, I think I had $38 and I'll be the show. And then I had an $11 uh, card already, so I just put the rest of that on You're there. You're getting the show? So, yeah. So I have 50 on the show paid off. So. Cool. I mean, I was shocked, because those are all the games I'm going to be getting within the next few months. Besides yeah. Child of Light. That's Which the only is other one. A 15. 15. Yeah. Uh, are you going to get, are any of you going to get Trials? I'm not sure. I haven't Please. decided. It's not like a $60 game. Right. right. It's, it's on PSN? Coming to PSN? PS4. PS4? Might as well. It'd be so fun if we all got it, because we could compete with times. Yeah. Yeah, uh, even Corey. Yeah, Corey could get, oh. <sighs> no. But yeah, no. It's, yeah, GameStop is, has impressed me with their trading value of, of late. Yeah. yeah. The last Maybe it times. is because they're poor. Yeah, that's what I think. They're trying anything. And the two guys were really nice. I, they asked me how much dollar was on my card, and I was off by like $2 or something like that. And he's like, ah, it doesn't matter. I'll just spot that. Wow. And I was like, whoa. I actually got, had a good experience when I went in there, too, because mm-hmm. the right people were working. That's what makes it, you know? Yeah. I had, you guys know the, the tall, lanky dude with long hair? Yeah. Who oh, talks yeah. your ear off? Yeah. But I don't mind listening to him because no. he doesn't try to tell me to buy everything. Yeah. And then he some, just wants to talk about games. Exactly. And then some really nerdy girl wearing a Pokemon shirt. <laughs> so, yeah, they were cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been pleasantly surprised the last couple times I've been to GameStop. Um, yeah. Nice. So, I have some games to play now. All right. And I got Reaper of Souls coming out Tuesday as well that I got. What's so that about? It's the Di- Diablo expansion. Oh. That nice. I've been really excited for for a while. Damn it. Said anything more about that for PS4, right? I think summer is when, around the summertime. Looking forward to that. Yeah. I'll play it on PS4. Yeah, me too. We get some good co-op in. Oh, yeah. Good times. I'll okay. have money by then, too. So yeah. I bought. I remember when we did our episode on that, and I didn't like the game, but I bought it like three times and played it a ton. <laughs> I enjoyed the demo for PS3 that I played. Yeah. Okay. But anything else, Will? That's it. All right. Corey. I'm here. What do you got? For what, my week? Yeah, how was your week? Uh, it was all right. It was really busy. Yeah. Um, worked some long days, but uh, I don't really think I have much to talk about. Nothing Nothing exciting? Just, no, I just snuck in some uh, Final Fantasy fourteen when I could. Okay. Um, other than that, just... I'm excited to hear your thoughts on that, Corey. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, generally I, I like it. I'm not sure why, but I maybe we'll try <laughs> and figure it out. Because it's Final Fantasy. Yeah, really. I mean, that's pretty much what it comes down to. You just love a good Final Fantasy tug and rub. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Eric, you haven't been on in a couple weeks. What do you yeah, got for I us? Yeah, I actually have a couple funny stories that I'd like to share. Uh-huh. Uh, I listened to most of the last episode. Okay. And I know Dan mentioned that we went to the Sabres game. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I wanted to leave this for you I to talk, talk, talk to, about. Man, and I appreciate that. I don't, I don't think I even told Will or Corey about this yet. I don't know. Um, I only tell my good friends about things like this usually, but I, I can laugh at myself at 30 years old. Uh-huh. Um, so we went to the Sabres game, and uh, we went to the Pearl Street Grill, which 
I go, I go to just about every time I go up there, and I know you guys, at least Dan has been there for a wedding before, mm-hmm. and it's always really good. Mm-hmm. Um, got a beer. They have their own brewery there. It's really good. So I got a beer, and I ordered a uh, roast beef dip sandwich with oh, fries. That sounds so good. Yeah, well, you would think. <laughs> so so I got my sandwich. was eating. It was tasted really, really good, and everything was fine. And then, like, shortly after I got done, I was like, man, I, that did not sit right with me and i eat meat occasionally mm-hmm. I, I have a mostly vegan diet but i do eat meat and i never feel like shitty afterwards so i was like this is weird so i just like kind of doubling over a little bit feeling like shit so we walked over to the game and as the game was going on i just was feeling real lousy and it was just getting worse so and not to mention the sabers performance <laughs> on the ice didn't help anything right um but you know it's one of those places you don't want to use the shitter mm-hmm you never know who who loaded it up before you. Right, you know? exactly. So I'm waiting and waiting, and I'm like, ah, I'm not going to use the bathroom. We'll go somewhere when we're done. But by the end of the game, I was like, I told Dan, I was like, Dan, i got to try and empty out here, man, because I, I can't do it. So after the game was over, we went to the bathroom, and, you know, I had to clean the fucking toilet up because it was a disaster. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I'm sitting there, did my business, and I felt a little bit better afterwards. So we get back to the car, and I'm, I am I laid laid the seat back, and I just was feeling shitty. So I kind of zonked out. I was in and out of consciousness. And finally, I was like, Dan, what time was it, would you say? Like uh, midnight? Uh, 11, 11.30. 11.30. It wasn't that long after we got out of okay. Buffalo. Out in somewhere near yeah. Buffalo on our yeah. way back. And I was like, Dan, you got to pull over, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw up. We weren't on the highway. We were on like a back-ish type of road. Yeah, like a back road. So I get out of the car. And I'm like starting to heave up, and I bend over to throw up, and I vomit. Didn't I shit my pants at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's one of those times where you just. I, meanwhile, I'm still throwing up four times, and I'm like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me!" I shit my pants. We're hours from home. Like it smelled so bad, there was no way I could get away with it. You know what I mean? How do you get away with shit in your pants? You couldn't pull a Kyle Seymour. No, with a three-hour car ride. Yeah, we were in an enclosed space. Yeah, some point somebody's gonna say, "Oh boy, what does that smell?" So I I call my girlfriend out of the car. I'm like, I, I was like, "Listen, we we got a problem here." I was like, and for some reason, Dan or his wife had told us that they had baby wipes in the car. I don't even remember why you guys said that, but I was like, you got to get those baby wipes because this is, uh, I can shit my pants. And she's like, I can't ask him for that. I'm going to be so embarrassed. And I was like, I'll ask him, whatever. You know, I'm really good friends with you guys. Yeah. So I told you what happened and Dan's like, yeah, take the towel, whatever you need back there. So I like, literally, I'm on this fucking street with no pants on. <laughs> Cars There's driving cars by. driving by, and I'm, like, timing in between each car when I'm running out from behind the car with no pants on, wiping my dirty ass. So, like, I throw, I finally get done, and I've got baby wipes, but I, I use the towel initially, because, uh-huh. you know, it's a mess. So I get the towel, and I throw it off the side of the road, and then I use the baby wipes to make sure I'm clean, but it, they're wet. You know what I mean? So it's hard uh, to tell. Right. And I, exactly. And I had nothing to clean myself off with. I was like, all right, well, we're going to go with it. So left my underwear, everything on the side road. I put my jeans back on. So I was going commando the rest of the ride. But <laughs> so that was my trip to the Sabres game. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was a fun, fun ride back. Yeah. I was so confused when you texted me that you'd. Crafters. Oh, I did tell you. Yeah, you texted right. me that. But I figured, like, people say they do that, like, when they almost die. Like, I just crap myself. Yeah, I, Will, Will texted me, like, oh, like, what happened? You know what I mean? And I was like, no, I shit my pants. 
Right. Legitimately. <laughs> Legitimately just shit my pants. Right. In front of my girlfriend. <laughs> who who made jokes about it constantly after She after sent you happened. a funny video. Oh, yeah. You saw that. I, did I retweet you, it? You he favorited did. it and whatever. Okay. Corey, did you, you should look at the video she sent to Dan <laughs> asking if we needed a new sponsor. Yes. I think it's called Oops, I Crapped My Pants. Yes. Yeah, it was. Um... So then my second story, I had a rough week, man, rough couple of weeks. So my girlfriend got surgery this past week, and uh, we're at the hospital, you know, for pre-admission shit and whatnot. So the nurse comes in, and she's like, all right, explaining, you know, we'll, we'll do this, and you're going to get your IV, the doctor will come talk to you, then, you know, we'll take you in, and I'm assuming these are your parents here. I'm sitting there with her mom, and she's like, I'm assuming these are your parents, your folks here. We'll come and get them and let you know what happened. And I'm just like... <laughs> Am I that old? Like, I'm only 30. Her mom's probably in her 50s. Right. Like, do I look that old? I'm no. only 8 years older. She's 22. It's not that bad. I'm just like, fuck me, man. If it was just me and her, it would have been fine, but her right. mom's there. Right. I'm like, my only saving grace is that, you know how they give you the rundown of questions yeah. before you go in? I thought for sure, are you sexually active was coming. Oh, because she's young? Right. Well, I just I just assume they ask that. Right. I don't know. That would have been awkward. Dude. And I'm I'm assuming her mom knows. I mean, we live together. Yeah. But it's still it's not it's, anything I ever want her it's, to do. Right. It's still having to answer that question right. in front of the parents. Thank God they didn't ask her. But then yeah. I got called her dad again another time by another nurse. So. Did you just go with it? I didn't correct him. <laughs> All right. I that, like her. That's yeah. what I would do, too. You should, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, man. I had a tough week. Tough <laughs> couple of weeks for me. Yeah, man. Um, what else? I'm gonna call you father from now on. Yeah, I was I was making fun of it all week. Yeah, that I think that was it. Other than Dark Souls, I'll talk about later in South Park. Okay, I'll talk about later. Anyone do anything for St. Patty's Day? No, no, I didn't. Um, I just da- I drank some beers and played Dark Souls on on St. Patty's Day. That was the extent I was at of my... work, Dan. And I texted you because I wanted to watch your stream. Yeah, and. The fucking computers are so shitty, I can't even run a Twitch stream. That's terrible. Isn't that is the, is the internet too slow there? Everything sucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know they're, like, kind of old The Wi-Fi is awful. It's, it, okay. I was pissed. Yeah. Um, I wish they would have the availability on Twitch to be able to watch, like, any stream, but it's only... Uh, they only put the ones on the app that are... are um, the popular ones. Right? Partners, like, like you have to be accepted as, like, a Twitch partner or uh. whatever. And those are the only ones that, that go on there. Frustrating. Yeah. Um, so I did that. Uh, oh, podcast updates. I'm going to start doing Watch Out For as an audio segment. Um, I'll probably release it uh, opposite of when. So, like, I think we're going to start recording more on the weekends. So I'll release the Watch Out For audio segment, at, like, in the middle of the week. So um, keep your eyes open for those. Uh, I'm also going to be doing a lot more game streaming. Uh, I... I'm actually going to be moving my computer down here so I can stream at night and have the webcam on and talk, be able to talk and not have to be quiet. Uh, so hopefully sometime this week I'll be able to do that and I'll start streaming like whenever I play video games. It'll probably be starting at like 10 o'clock at night and I'll usually play, I usually play till like 2 in the morning or so. That's, so. Pr- that's prime nerd gamer time right uh, Exactly. Uh, nighttime. <laughs> oh. That's the only time I can play, really. So. I still haven't had a chance to watch any of your... Uh... I did watch a, a video that you had of Titanfall. Oh, okay. But I haven't got to watch live yet. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I played Titanfall a little last night. I didn't stream it um, because we were watching hockey, too. So, I don't know. Why, why didn't I? Uh, it doesn't matter. 
Uh, uh, also, the you know the studio. I think I'm gonna update. We're gonna be finishing our basement pretty pretty soon. Starting pretty soon uh, over the summer. So the studio is gonna be expanded. I'm gonna actually bring my PlayStation and have a TV down here. I'd love to help you do um, that, Dan. Yeah, Dan. By the I'm way. always willing okay. to help. Really? Because well, I need to learn how to be a man. Okay. Well, it's I mean, <laughs> we're not doing anything complicated. Like no, uh, no, for me. That's okay. pretty complicated. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be mostly just painting, uh, a little a little electricity work. I have yeah. to put in some more outlets and stuff. Ooh, um, dibs on electricity. If no, you, I, I need to learn. I want to do it. Let me do a couple. All right, we'll, no, we'll half. That's fine. Uh, so, so the studio is going to be a little bit more expanded, and like I said, I'm going to have my video games down here, so I can I can stream from down here. I'd like to start keeping my eye out for like video game memorabilia. Yeah. To decorate. Yeah. So that's that's what's coming. But yeah, uh, like I said, the watch out for just it's just anyone that's followed the podcast for a while. I used to like write them in articles, um, but it's writing is just too hard for me to do. If I can come down here and spend like ten ten minutes recording a, a thing, I'll, I'll do that as opposed to writing and correcting and then that all that fun stuff. But yeah. also, they they will have a blog post where there's pictures and videos and stuff, so you can. Uh, get a better feel for for what a game that I'm excited for looks like. So yeah, pay attention for that. And I think that's everything. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We have music this week too. Ooh, so what do we got? The the band is called Our Last Night. Uh, it's from the album their album Oak Island, uh, and the song you're gonna be hearing is called Dark Storm. So we're gonna be right back right after that. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 139 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our main segment, which is on Valve's recently released documentary, Free to Play. Um, it follows the lives of three Dota 2 players as they head into and compete in the Dota 2 International Tournament, which was, that was in, it was in Germany, I think, right? If I remember And it was correctly. also like 2011s, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, it, was. it was a few years ago. It was the first kind of major, really, really, really big prized dota tournament or oh, or gamescom or e- is that what they said it was uh yeah it might, yeah. might have been it was at gamescom um it was the first like huge prize i think they had showed 
Uh, like the other prizes for winning tournaments had been like 50000 or $100,000, and this one was a million. So it was the biggest prize at the time for like an esports tournament. Yeah. Uh, it follows Daniil Ishutin or Dendi from the Ukraine, uh, Benedict Lim or Hi Hi from Singapore, and Clinton mm-hmm. Loomis or Fear, as he's known as from uh, Oregon. Uh, and it shows the lead up to the tournament and the prize money, uh, as mentioned, being the most ever, $1.6 million. I think it was $1 million American. Yes, it was. Uh, and then ex- ex- it also explains Dota 2 a little bit during the movie, which is good because I had never played Dota 2. I had I was kind of familiar with what it was but didn't know um, How it was the, the intricacies of the game, yeah, I guess I'd you could only, say. Yeah, I'd watched a few live streams on yep, Twitch. But same here. That. It, it, but the, like that that's not enough for you to like understand what's going on. I watched on. enough to get a feel for it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I hadn't. I had only maybe watched one like Dota 2 stream for a few minutes. It's one of my buddies that. plays League of Legends. Okay, so. which is a similar type yeah. of game. Uh, so the movie, Corey, I'm going to start with you. Like, what did you think of the movie being more of a like a movie guy than, than the rest of us? I had no idea what it was about. Okay. And I'm still confused by the name. Why? Free to play? Yeah. Dota's free it's to play. You, Dota's free to play. I know, but that's such a stretch for a title of a movie. Yeah, I know. If, if you didn't, if you just saw the name free to play... You probably wouldn't have any idea what that was about. Like if you were the average person. When you first texted me about it, I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, yeah, that's another thing. I had never heard of it. And then when you said free to play, I'm like, oh, Valve did a documentary about free to play games. This will be interesting. And then it's about it's about Dota, Dota, Dota tournaments. <laughs> so bad marketing. <laughs> <laughs> no marketing. Um. Yeah, no, I really liked it though. I, I got I did get emotional here and there. Me too. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. It's because it, it's one of those things, you know. Gaming still has that stigma about it, and it's sort of been a haven for people who, you know, you know the kind of people I'm talking about. The yeah, neckbeards and you know Jesus though, booths. Wall, I didn't, wallflowers. Until the end of it, I didn't really get any neckbeard feeling from any of the people in it. No. Well, no, that's exactly it, but there's also, like, a, a personality kind of thing associated with it, and you could tell the one dude, uh, Fear. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's probably not uh, all-star quarterback or prom king kind of thing. Well, he said he was good at basketball. Yeah, they I did. bet he was. He's tall. No, he was too short. Yeah, that's, that's why, why, that's why I thought he was play. tall. No, he's too short. That's why he never made it. That's why he started uh, playing video games. He wanted to be really good at uh, something. Well, anyway, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's good to see um, that sort of person be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they have that, and it's it's a nerdy trait where you can focus so well on one thing that you can get really good at it. You know, it's not something that that everyone has, um, but they're able to focus it enough to do something that they can, you know, make money. You know what's interesting, too, is, like, people talk about video games as an escape, but the three guys in this all had something that they wanted to escape from. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Two of their fathers died. Yeah. And the other kid, his parents were being dicks. And oh, they were, his right? girlfriend dumped him. Right. So, you know. Yeah. They had something the, to, to get away. Yeah, the Sing- the Singapore, it was the Singapore guy. Who was hi, hi. Hi, hi. Yeah. Hi, hi. Uh, and he was sort of, you know, they, they tried to make a story of, for each, like Eric was saying, for each of the characters. And his story was sort of, uh, his girlfriend left him, and if if he wins the tournament, he could have an opportunity to reconnect with her. Because she was also a, like a kind of a big Dota two player, not, not not as big as him. Team but... PMS, if I remember. Correctly. Yes, that's right. That's right. 
Um, so, you know, that, that would be something that he could use to, to potentially woo her, uh, back again. Yeah. So I really enjoyed all their stories. Yeah. I did too. I thought just for initial reaction, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I'm really happy we did this because I loved it. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it myself. Yeah. Um, uh, some, some, some surprising things. Uh, one of the, one thing I had never thought of, um, that, that probably don't, you know, video game players or esports players run into is their parents rejecting them. And I guess I'd never thought about that. Um, but our parents probably would have had the same thing. If we were, uh, really good at a video game, uh, you know, to the point where we could make money, um, I'm sure they wouldn't have been happy with it. And I guess I never, that never entered my mind when you think of people winning big tournaments for esports. Um, that their parents would be like, you know, you're, why are you wasting your time playing yeah. video games? Yeah. And but it's, one, it's so obvious. Actually, I made a note of it because I wanted to talk about that. The one woman, the I think it was the the mother, the lawyer mother, yeah. Fears mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fears mom. Yeah. Who, he's an American, but he played for which European team? He played just an international team. I think they were kind of from all over. It, yeah. yeah, it was uh, okay. it was it, it was a Europe a European team made of different countries in Europe. Because he, gotcha. you remember he talked about how that was kind of a disadvantage for them? Yeah, because not he, only language-wise, he, he had to but, stay up really yeah. late to play with yeah. them. Uh, but, yeah, going back to my point, she brought up a, a good point, and that's there's no there's no precedent for professional gaming. Yeah. Um, so, of course, parents and, and authority figures Aren't are going like to be it. a bit skeptical at first. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really interesting. I never really thought of that. Yeah. yeah. That just, you know... That, stepping if, into if the you're unknown. really good at a sport um, and you know like what, he's so good he could be professional then it's like yeah man you know go for it you're gonna make some good money and all that stuff but exactly for Not, video games you can't really you can't really uh, relate to anything in that right and they brought up the professional sports thing in that even if you are a prof- you know if you're a professional player and, and maybe not that good or don't play that much you still get like a good salary and you can make yeah. good money uh, if you play if you're in esports if you don't finish uh, depending on the tournament, if you don't finish in the upper tier, like I think for this tournament, the the specific one that they talked about, you had to finish in the top eight teams to get any yeah. money. Yeah. Otherwise, you're getting you get zero. So well, uh, that's another uh, pr- that's more pressure on the yeah. esports players to to perform at, and, their, at their tournament. And Fear talked about at the beginning how there was kind of a lot of pressure on him to pay bills and stuff like yeah, that. <laughs> He didn't really clarify on, like, why or who was putting that pressure on him other than himself because it kind of made it sound like something else was going on. Yeah. Like, maybe there was a girl or he had a baby or something, but they didn't really talk about it. Right. Well, I mean, he his, he got kicked out of his house. Yeah, yeah, but um, I just, it, it felt like somebody else was putting pressure on him, not right, just himself. Right. Um, I know, like, he had trouble making rent, and, like, the he, he borrowed a computer monitor yeah. from a friend that was an old, like, huge CRT monitor, you know, the... Yeah. Oh, felt bad for the guy. But, yeah, and he had a cobbled together desk that he played that he played Dota on Dota right. Two. But God bless him. Yeah. Who so. was your favorite character? I liked High uh, High. I was I'd probably probably go with High High too. Yeah, I think he was my favorite. Probably Fear Cliff was my second favorite. Yeah, I'm different. I liked Daniil. Really? Yeah. Dendy. I, I didn't like, dislike him. I liked him the most because... Well, you're kind of into, like, theater and stuff, so... <laughs> well, no, that wasn't it at all, because they were screwing around the whole time and having fun, and that's how me and my friends would be if we were trying to play a game. Bunch of queens. Yeah, they were having a blast while they were playing, mm-hmm. so... The other guys were... Like, Hi-Hi was screaming at his team the whole yeah. time. Yes, he was. We told him yeah, to stay in the trees. Yeah, that's one thing I, I was a little confused about, like... When they, like, get a kill or something, they scream. 
Yeah, and they right? stand up and look at the enemy and scream. Corey, yeah. if you hadn't, if you played Dota two, you'd understand how important that is. Well, I understand it's important, but yeah, but to them, this is their livelihood. No, I know, but it's you know the the. I, from what I understand, the rationale behind Valve's making this documentary was to legitimize esports, right? I don't know. I, that, I mean, I'm sure that was one of the one of the goals, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's just not that there's an issue with it. It's just funny because, like, any other professional sport, you know, there's a little bit of uh, what's the word? Professionalism. I completely I guess. disagree. All right. Maybe in hockey, which is mostly what you watch. But you watch an NBA game, and they're so cocky after doing anything. Oh, that's Same, true, In yeah. football, they make a tackle, and it's like they just fucking save the world. Yeah, that's true. I completely disagree with that. I guess it's just funny to watch nerds do it. <laughs> no, it absolutely is. But I, I know exactly that feeling, though, from playing FIFA. Yeah. Today, for instance, I played a FIFA match, and I scored a late goal. I was up 2-1, to one, and it was back and forth. And I could he could have easily tied it, and I scored a goal to put me up 3-1 in, like, the last couple minutes, and I fucking lost my mind. Like, I, I know how that feeling is. So I was like, this is great, because I know exactly what they're feeling. I wasn't playing for a million dollars, but, like, if I you can were. imagine if I was in that position, that, that was mild compared yeah. to what my reaction would have been. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But Anything else, Corey? What? Did you, I, did you finish your thought? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, one of the other things I thought was interesting about it, uh, because as I said, I was completely unfamiliar with, with Dota 2 other than having a vague understanding of how it's played, uh, was the, the whole draft thing. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was really cool. That like, was my favorite part. Yeah. Cause, uh, you, I don't know if that's how it works. Like when you just like get on and play a match or if that's just a tournament. I want to say it's just a tournament thing, but I might be completely wrong. Okay. It is a tournament thing. I'm pretty sure. Okay. When yeah. I played that didn't happen. Okay. Yeah. Cause what you do is you pick your team's characters, but you also block characters that the other team, you know, that you don't want the other team to have. It's almost like so, you scout them ahead of yes, time. Yes, exactly. So, so you kind of, you kind of want to like know what their strategy is a little bit, uh, and pick, pick the, the characters to block from the other team that, yeah. that, that would help with their strategy. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. So that's like, cause all the teams have like a manager, I guess, like in like baseball right. almost. Um, and that's, that's one of the main jobs of the manager is to plan the team strategy mm-hmm. and also kind of hope, hope to plan what the, what the other team strategy is and, 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 you know, block the characters that would help that strategy. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And I, I, I just, I love like front office parts of anything yep. like career modes of yeah. anything and that kind of reminded me of, of playing that part it's a another layer of strategic depth too yeah you know, that, that i didn't realize was there yeah and uh the one part i think it was i think it was the the ukrainian dude what's his name dendy dendy yeah it was it him i think it was towards the end it was it was in the last battle against ehome where he changed his character and he picked I can't remember the, the the hero's name that he picked, but they did like brought up a little interview segment that they did with one of the Asian guys from eHome, and he called him stupid for doing that. Uh-huh. And, he, and I just wanted to reach through the screen and smack that guy. Yeah, yeah. And then he killed him with him, and I was like, ah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, because it was a character that he had never played as. Right. He exactly. was completely unfamiliar with this whoever this character was play mm-hmm. style. Um, and you know, obviously they they 
scout, like you said, the the other team, so you know who they play as and who they don't play as, and who yeah. they're good with, who not, who they're not good with, and that's all goes into the the drafting. But yeah, you're you're right. He he thought he was stupid for he playing said a he character. Was stupid. Yeah, yeah, he did for for well, not that, playing that a character. That was another good moment played. because. Uh, it's in that match where he's playing that character and he uses that black hole ability. Yeah, he kills all like and like, like four all of them. four of the opponents. Yeah, he traps him in that black hole and everyone freaks out. And, and the, the commentary like, the was great for it. Oh, the commentator was fantastic. When, specifically at that part though, when he released black hole, he's like black hole. Yeah. I was like holy shit! I don't know what a black hole is, but I was like he just exactly. fucking black hole those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, didn't, it didn't matter. You didn't need to know. Exactly. Just, you knew it was badass, whatever it was. <laughs> I was very impressed by the announcer guy. I thought he, his, yeah. he had a great great voice he for announcing Dota did. 2 tournaments. Toby Dawson, right? Toby, is that what his name was? I think he, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. but The Doss Dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, I want to talk about this. There's a little bit of a controversy that it's just a commercial for Dota 2. I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. I don't even care. It was yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get that feel. Does uh, Dota 2 need a commercial? I don't think so. It's pretty popular. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> uh, and they really made it seem more about the characters, and Dota 2 was, was a little more of a backdrop, you Absolutely. know, than, than, I, than, than it's just like a big Dota 2 advertisement. I, I got more out of the character, I guess, development than I did the actual Dota yeah. playing. Yeah. I mean, it was cool to, to learn a little bit more about, like like you said, the drafting and stuff like that, but I got a lot more of the, the characters in it. Mm-hmm. Corey, same. Yeah, you didn't think sure. it was a Dota two commercial. Uh, no, I think I think uh, I mean yeah, of course, but not. I don't think that was the the main intent. I think you know of it wasn't shoved down happen. your throat. Yeah, right. I mean, they always say every documentary has an agenda. Well, yeah. Um, but no, I, I I didn't have an issue with that side of it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did it make anyone want to play Dota 2? Yeah. A little no, bit, me, me but too. I'm still way too intimidated. Okay. Because I know I'd get just raped. Yeah. I'll probably give it a try at some point. I'll, of course, I'll stream it when I do. I'll if play anything, it with it you. Okay. urged me to tune in to the next tournament. Yeah, tournament. exactly. And I was just going to say that. I started, uh, like, before I go to bed, I'll turn it on and watch a little Dota 2. And a lot of times they'll show, like, recaps from, from tournaments from a while ago. Or There always seems to be some sort of Dota 2 tournament going on, no matter when you tune into Twitch. Or, like, league matches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of league leagues and stuff that, that go on. That's interesting to watch. And I've found myself enjoying watching it. It's actually kind of fun. Yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Did it hurt you guys a little bit when the one guy commented on how uh, 26 is the maximum age? Yeah, I, yeah. I thought to myself, down. I did think to myself, like, I don't, I, I find that kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Because I don't feel like a younger kid has an advantage over me just because like, apparently he can click a little faster. I, I don't feel like I've lost a step yeah. as far as that goes. It's I, I not don't... like we're playing basketball here. Right. right I don't think that's the case either. I think it's more like kids are better at it because they have more time to play. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you devote if you devoted 15 hours a day to it like like Hi Hi did, right. um, you you know I don't think you being 30 and him being 22 will have that big of a difference. No. But that you know I might be just getting a little defensive about that too. I think <laughs> I you guys are getting a little defensive. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and argue the counter. <laughs> How? I was a little bit defensive, but well, I mean, they do—they do say like you reach your physical peak at what, what's the age like twenty? I don't know. It's I probably can't... different for everybody. Yeah, but this isn't a physical thing we're talking about. Well, here. I know, but also like like professional StarCraft players. What's the number they do? Like how many actions per minute? It's like two hundred something. 
Holy crap! That's a lot. Like that's a lot of actions, mm-hmm. and I just I, I do I do feel I mean I don't know the the uh, um what's the word I'm looking for statistics. I, I feel like I with this you probably want to think more when you reach your mental pinnacle, yeah. not physical, because it's you got to think faster than I think you have to you have to think before you react, and I I think we would have an advantage in that category at very least. Yeah. And if you think before you react, you're dead. I don't know. You, that you know what I mean. I, I no, can like, just picture a, a Dota person saying that, yeah, and then I'd want <laughs> to slap him. What are the e-home players? Yeah, it's. I, I don't know. I think we would have an advantage as far as mental capacity goes over a younger person. Yeah. And I, I know when I was younger, I would have said, "Oh bullshit!" But now that I'm older, I realize you actually do. Yeah. But um, you realize how how little you knew yeah, when you absolutely. were younger. As you get older, I think that's silly. Yeah. I don't know. Well, how old? How old was the fear? Wasn't fear older? He didn't say, but he's, he did say he was older. He's twenty five now. Is he? Oh, uh, I did look it up because he started a West Coast team. Um, the one that I had actually heard of for some reason. I don't know if maybe when I was watching Dota two a while ago, I saw this team that he had yeah. started. I don't remember the name of it now, but. Um, I didn't know that he had started one. And he, I, I look, I looked him up on. I think it was Wikipedia, and he was. He's. I think he's twenty five now. He's looking rough so. for twenty five. Yeah. Yeah, because this movie was shot a couple of years ago too. Yeah. So he's um, stressed out. I think That's probably a lot of it too. Like for for people that are old, like thirty ish, life comes into play at that point too. Like you got to decide: Am I going to get married? Am I going to have kids? Am I going to have a job? Like. Well, that was another thing I wanted to bring up. I, I forget who mentions it, but. Uh... Somebody brings up the point of of you know at a certain time at a certain point you have to make the commitment. Am I gonna yeah? Am I just gonna do this gaming thing and try and make some money out of it or not? Because I can't do both. I can't live a normal life mm-hmm. and do this. I need to do one or the other. And I, I imagine that being a very hard decision for some people, especially people who are getting older. Yeah. Well, it's a risk. I mean, like yeah. it goes back into there's no past history of making gaming a career. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're stepping into the unknown. And if you blow it, yep. you're kind of fucked. Yeah, you're you're behind the game a lot. But yeah, oh. okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really really enjoyed the movie. Uh, the the hour and fifteen minutes went by in a snap. Yeah, um, it did. Felt like it was like five minutes. Yeah. So I I took good. some notes. Yeah, let's hear it. I thought the gamer houses in Asia were pretty interesting. Yeah, absolutely. It was like a, you ever watched Ultimate Fighter? Mm-mm. How they all kind of live together? Yeah, I'm kind of familiar with the concept a little bit. Yeah, it, was, it just kind of reminded me of that. Like these guys just training together all day and like eating, mm-hmm. and they all wake up and have something to eat and just go like train. But they're doing it on a computer. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. Um. Hi, hi's aunt is a bitch. I took note <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. It felt like she was way more critical of him than, than his the parents mom. were, yeah. and she was part of the reason that they were being like that to him i feel like she was just kind of flaming the fire there yeah um yeah because they didn't seem as adamant against it as as she did no but no they didn't 
Uh, I thought it was interesting that the Korean World Cup team was motivated by the StarCraft players before their matches. Yeah, I they, died at that, yeah. They mentioned how much, how more uh, huge, like, professional gaming is over in Asia. Yeah. And I, I mean, I kind of knew that to begin with, but apparently over there they're, like, rock stars. Yeah. And, yeah, they brought in the Korean StarCraft team to pump up the, the, fo- they were their the football heroes, team. They yeah, said. exactly. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Isn't that awesome? But that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, the drafting we already talked about, uh, I really enjoyed the team aspect of it. Yeah. I felt like that was really cool. Like I, I thought a little bit back to when we did our Halo tournament uh-huh. with the younger guys. Yeah. Um, and just kind of, I, I enjoyed the, the team aspect of, yeah. of anything like that. Really. I always have, I've always played like online shooters and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's always way more fun with a team. And especially if you're training together and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah Jeremy Lin talked about that too on the documentary. Yeah. yeah which did. I saw him. I was like, holy crap, that's Jeremy Lin. Yeah. I thought it was really interesting when Dendy's mom talked about how she thought him playing piano helped helped him as far as moving around a keyboard and you could see that when he was yeah definitely typing and saw or playing playing the game that was really cool super long fingers Gro- yeah. like grossly long fingers yeah. it's like he's built for it yeah like john jones is built for fighting or uh michael phelps is built for yeah, swimming exactly yeah um right now i don't remember why but i wrote down that the fierce team online kingdom when they played against mufc I got goosebumps at the end of it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what happened, but I liked that part. Nice. So if you watch it, look okay. out for that. Yeah. Um, I really wanted Fear to win, yeah. and I was so sad when his team lost. Yeah, and, me too. Um, I liked Fear. I got the feeling when he lost and when High High lost, it was like one of those moments in life where you think back to and you're like, my life could have been a lot different. Yeah. If I had just won. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I felt like that for both of them, and I liked those two the best, so that was kind of shitty. And what, his team, Fierce team ended up winning like $35,000? Yeah, they finished like sixth place or something like that, or fifth place. That's nothing. Yeah. For one person. Yeah. And they had to split it up amongst five or six people. Yeah. Um, China is to esports what Canada is to hockey. (laughs) Yeah. That that came to mind. Yeah. Um, And along with that, I found like, uh, I I thought to myself, the e-home are like the Yankees. Yeah. And I hate them. Yep. I see why people hate the Yankees. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense now. Yeah, I really hated them when that fucking guy called them stupid for picking the other the other hero. I was yeah. like, you're such a douchebag, man. And then he killed him. I was so happy that yeah. he killed him with that. Car- I, that's karma, bitch. Yeah, it couldn't have worked out any better. Um, I really enjoyed the strategy part of the game. Not just the drafting, but like how they played it. They were talking about how E-Home is, was... A pr- probably a really good team to play against Dendy's team because they play a little more defensively and they're they're good at stopping people from getting into their base. Yeah, you know you don't think about stuff like that, especially yeah. not being really familiar with what, the game. Was it was it Dendy's team that has a plan where they they kind of just hang out until the tenth minute and they plan to have the game won by the fifteenth yes. minute? Was that Den- that was Dendy's team? Yeah, I can't remember who said that. I think it might have been Fear that said that. Okay, that that's how they play. They yeah. just kind of rush all of a sudden if you know it usually works but yeah. if it doesn't they're kind of fucked yeah and he said that e-home was a, a perfect team to counter that because they're very good defensively yeah and I, you know you never you don't think of video games in that in that nature right right um but jerry well, Milin kind of talked about that yeah he said he said it was a mix between basketball and chess yeah mm-hmm. was that the analogy he used yeah, yeah. He, um he's a big advocate for dota 
Let's see. I was really happy at the end when Hi Hi got his girl back. Yeah, yeah I was. Too. Even though he didn't win. Yeah. Because I felt so bad for him the entire time because he just looked like he wanted to die. Yeah, he yeah. was torn up about it. Definitely. And I just wanted to give him a hug and be like, "I'm sorry, man. You know, yeah, fuck, hang in there, fuck her, hang you know? in there." But he got her back. Um, Dendy's sister was pretty attractive. I felt like. Yep, she was cute. <laughs> um. I found it pretty interesting that Dendi has more Twitter followers than their Ukrainian soccer team. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty cool stat. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, and my last, I said this earlier, I didn't get any feel of nerdiness or neckbeardness until the very end when they were just showing like glimpses of taking pictures of gamers and kind of talking about the culture of it. And I wrote, the pictures of the gamers at the end are exactly why gamers get a bad rap. They look like they just rolled out of a bed covered in Doritos, Mountain Dew cans, and other guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, this is why they get a bad rap. Right. Well, you know what? You know what I thought is the the people that were up on the the people that were up on the stage, those are the the athletes, you know, yeah. they they kind of uh probably take a little bit better better care of themselves. The people in the audience, those are the neckbeards. You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right, Dan. Right, the people that were watching, but either on on the internet or in the in the actual yeah. place, those were the neckbeards and the nerds that that uh, can't focus enough on one thing to get really yeah. good at it. Yeah. So that was what I thought. No, but overall, I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Definitely suggest that we should we should try some Dota. Yeah. Just give it a war. Is it? It's five v five, right? Yeah. We need a fifth. Matt Lupica plays. Does Perfect. it? Perfect. <laughs> yep. Oh, he's, actually, he's actually experienced. Okay. So he could kind of help us a little bit. He could yeah. be our fear. Oh, that yeah. was another thing I thought was awesome was how fierce teammates were saying that they wouldn't be there if it wasn't for him. Yeah. And how he was like a, a big brother to them. Yeah. And yeah. Explained to them how to play, and he wasn't one of those douchebags that like if you're new to the game, he was just calling you a noob, Call, and calling you a fag noob. You, yeah, how much you suck. And <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really cool. He's yeah. one. Of, he's maybe the best player in America. But he was also very helpful to yeah. new people. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You always seeing that, and that's my fear. With you know, you get in, uh, and you know, you, you play, you suck. Obviously, if you've played your first handful of games or whatever, and someone calls you a fag noob, not that I I would get offended, but it's just like right. I don't have time for this. You know, I could play, be playing something else that I enjoy, and not being called a fag noob. You know, yeah, exactly. It's intimidating, especially, you know, when you see how good people are and yeah. how often these people play it. We, we don't have the time to sink into mm-hmm. it. Even Will anymore doesn't have the time to sink into it. And it's like, yeah. how do you get good? I mean, it's kind of like I would compare it to how you guys felt about, like, online shooters. Yeah. You're just going to go in and get your ass kicked. Which I still do. <laughs> right. So it's like, how do you find a way to enjoy that? Yeah. I think but, we should go to a tournament, the four of us. and Just watch? No, play. I'd even go to one to watch. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. Could you imagine if we... We could film our own little mini doc. You know? I wonder if they sell beer there. Corey, know. we'll just bring a bottle of creme de mint with us. <laughs> Sip Limoncello. Limoncello. I just had a great idea. What's that? I'm going to keep it to myself, and we'll talk about it off air. Okay. Um... Yeah, I I don't think I have anything else to say. I highly recommend watching. I'm really happy that we did our episode about it. It was yeah, awesome. A nice change of pace too. Absolutely. Like, like like you said. So Corey, do you have any other last thoughts? I'm not sure if anybody mentioned it, but one thing I really liked about just the, the editing of it was how they mashed together the cinematics with the actual game they were oh, playing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. That was really cool. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. I, I did want to mention like Corey said when you get emotional at some of the parts. That part where at the end where they were talking about Dendi and his dad, 
that was hard to watch. Yeah. 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 That was really sad. Yeah. Like, I felt bad for him, but, you know, that's life. Hasn't been fishing since. Dad, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Went fishing with his dad all the time, and since he's died, he never went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's those weird things in life, man. Yeah. Will, do you have any last thoughts? No, I just thought it was really good. Okay. Yeah, definitely watch it. Uh, even if you're not into esports or anything, it gives you a good feel for what esports are. are kind of. I've like. never watched esports. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And I, I thought it was great. Yep. Same here. Now I want to watch them. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Uh, so the song you're gonna be hearing during the break is uh by the band Our Last Night. The song is self-titled uh with the album Oak Island. So we'll be right back right after that. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 139 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played this week. Uh, Corey, we'll start with Hi. you, unless you're busy on Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, yeah. I played a lot of Final Fantasy VI. I'm pretty close to beating it. I've got just about everybody rounded up. Nice. Um, just got to get Go-Go and Strago, and then I've got everybody, and then I can go take on Kafka. But I'll probably have it beat by next week. Mm-hmm. Um, good for my yearly beat of the game. But what I played otherwise is a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. Will can chat with me a little bit about it, too. Yeah. Uh, I sort of bought it when you guys were talking about getting it on PS4, even though nobody got it. Uh, but <laughs> right. it was only 15 bucks on Amazon, and my... Still is, too. Yeah, my girlfriend's schedule is changing a bit, so I'll have a little more time to play video games. Um, she's going to start working Friday and Saturday nights, uh, which is perfect for me to play video games and means I don't have to go out and spend money at bars and stuff, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have been playing a lot of that. Uh, booted it up on a whim. Just was looking for something to play last Sunday and to- totally skipped over everything. I couldn't tell you a thing about the story or like when Will played with me, he's like, what city are you in? And I was just like, I don't even know the name of the city that I'm in. Um, <laughs> yeah. Didn't read a single tutorial didn't read a single quest dialogue and just blitz through it. I don't know. I just was in one of those moods where I had no interest. Well, that was our, uh, I think all of our experience with it. I mean, me and Eric did the same thing when we did the beta. Yeah. That part was brutal. 
the opening cinematic's really cool, but there's no for like the quests and even the main quest stuff. Not all of them even have voice acting, which is you know if you asked me a couple years ago if I cared about that, I'd tell you no. But ever since playing Guild Wars, yeah, uh, two, it, it sort of makes a big difference. All and that I stuff is really so well done it. in Guild Wars that it makes it hard to play something that isn't like that, you know. Yeah, um, but for whatever reason, I I'm sort of really liking it, and maybe it's just that simple uh, busy work kind of MMO thing where it's just uh, task reward, task reward. You know, the thing, the addictive quality of of MMORPGs. Um, but one thing I will say that I really like about it is how it controls with a controller. Um, I'm playing on an, with an Xbox controller on the PC, and I absolutely love it. It's it's very intuitive. I haven't had any controller issues or anything like that, and it just it actually makes it quicker, uh, which is weird. But when you don't have to move the mouse around and click on little tiny boxes, it's uh, you know, or even using hotkeys, I just I, I like the idea of using a controller yeah. quite a bit. And it, like I said, it controls really well. You got when you played on PS4, I assume you used a controller, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And how did you how did you feel about it? I had no complaints. Yeah. It, it makes it. For me, it seems like a little bit less of a chore mm-hmm. to play. You know, yeah. you just sit back and so the controller in your hand, lazy. You know, like yeah. I like to do. That's how I like it. Yeah, exactly. Lazy as I can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the music's really great, which is makes sense for a Final Fantasy game. It better be great. Uh, and it's just the Final Fantasy things I like about it. You know, seeing the Moogles and the Magitek armor and all that stuff. And there's some references here and there. Um, to Final Fantasy games, so right. it's all good. Uh, otherwise, it's just your typical MMO. But I guess those things that I like about it are enough to keep me playing for a while. I doubt I'll pay a subscription fee when it comes around, but for now, it's uh, it's keeping me busy. Did you get the mail I sent you, Corey? I haven't checked the delivery Moogle. I haven't checked. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's some great moments, uh, like when you get on an airship for the first time. It's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, it's it looks really good. Uh-huh. I've been streaming quite a bit this past week. Um, yeah, it is what it is. I I don't know if I'd recommend it, especially at forty or fifty dollars or whatever it is for PS4. Forty. Um, but for fifteen dollars, maybe a month worth of gameplay, it's fine. Okay. Very nice. Anything else? I don't think so. Will, did you have any thoughts while yeah, we're still on? Yeah, you want to chime uh, in on Fantasy uh, 14? So pretty much what you said. Like, I have no idea why, but I really like what I've been playing so far. Uh, I'm only level 6. I'm not quite caught up with Corey, but I have played and I've had two sittings of playing right now. It's a little tough for me to get time in because of all the stuff that's been coming out right now, but yeah. it's definitely a game that I want to keep playing. How do you like your new mouse, by the I, way? I love it because I can hotkey stuff to it, yeah. uh, the side buttons, and not get murdered. Yeah. Because, like, in Diablo, I have it to use a potion. Titanfall, I have it to use the kick. And I yeah. also have a potion for, uh, again, on Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. So it's, it's nice. It is nice. Uh, Will's mouse, because uh, I w- and helped him with some computer stuff, it was about two inches long by an inch wide. It was a little mo- <laughs> mobile net- uh, notebook mouse. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, how do you even play games with this? And so we, we picked him out another mouse that he got sometime this week, right? I got it Tuesday. Okay. So, Yeah. But, I mean, I've really liked what I've played so far, mm-hmm. and Corey wants to play it, and I'm not quite caught up with him, but I'll probably try and level up some more tonight. Right. Okay. Yeah. Did you play anything else, Corey? Or did... Uh, I don't think so. I've, I've just... Uh, I, 
as someone who rarely gets in gaming funks, I think I'm kind of in one right now. Okay. Mm, that's it's, the worst. It's the time of the year part of it, I think. Yeah. Well, I had that moment on Sunday where I, I had, you know, all the time in the world to play whatever, and I sat there and just sort of looked at everything, and just nothing really interested me. Yeah. I and that's why that. I installed Final Fantasy and just, you know, sort of zoned out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I have Kingdoms of Amalur I kind of want to get to. You know what you need? Uh, A little Dark well, Souls 2. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish. I don't know. I I'm happy I waited for it on PC because I think it might be a little bit better. Oh, graphically, it'll be so much better. Yeah, but I, I, I really want to play it. Dude, yeah, you do. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Will, did you play anything else? Uh, I played Diablo. Uh, the Reaper of Souls is coming out, so there's like uh, 100% bonus experience yeah. on Diablo 3 right now, so me and my friends started playing again, and uh, we actually played through and beat it. Okay. So that's like my fourth beat on that well game. Congrats. And, and as I said earlier, it's a game when we did our episode on it, I don't, I said I didn't really like, but, you know, I've bought it three times and I beat it a lot, so mm-hmm. I guess I really like it at this point. I'm really excited for the expansion. Mm-hmm. That's the one, the main thing that... I, I'm pumped for for the PS4 version, I really am. I'll probably have it for PS4. Yeah. I'll probably get, we'll it, get it for shit out of PS4. It. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Uh-huh. Um, There's a lot of things that have changed in it, I noticed. I hadn't played in, like, maybe a year on the PC, and I think since I got rid of the auction house, which is awesome, the loot is actually good now. I, like, before when you'd play, you'd get, like, crappy, you know, like, gray, like, the tag would be gray, like, yeah. not very good stuff. But now it's all, like, rare, like rare and legendary stuff I get all the time now, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. I know they did a revamped loot system. Yeah. I don't know if that goes live when the Reaper of Souls comes out, but, uh, you know, the loot has been a lot better. They've just made some little changes here and there. Uh-huh. Uh, Make it a little bit better. But I'm really enjoying so far. Okay. Can't wait for Tuesday. Um, I think that's the only other thing I play besides Infamous, but we'll talk about... Next week. Next week. Okay. Sounds good. Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, I'll start with South Park. I, uh-huh. I said earlier that I beat it. Well done, sir. Yeah. Uh, I didn't complete all the side stuff, um, but that was just mostly due to timing yeah. because of Dark Souls 2 coming out. Um, but yeah, South Park was really fun. I enjoyed it. I don't really have too much more to add to it. I thought the the last battle was was fun. I yeah. didn't think they needed to <laughs> quite drag it out like they did, but I, yeah. you know, it's just kind of how they are. Yeah. Um, definitely recommend it. Still think it's mostly for South Park fans. I don't think many other people are going to get much out of it. Right. Um, what side character did you use the most in? Butters, probably. Butters. Yeah, I liked when he could heal. Um, yeah. But also, he his his hammer attacks were were fairly powerful. Yeah. I used to stand quite a bit, actually. Towards when I was got him available, I used Cartman. Okay, almost always. Yeah, because he had really powerful uh, magic attacks. Yep. And my guy was a just like a straight up warrior, so I wanted to use a, a right. mage just to see how that was. Mm-hmm. No, but I really liked. That. I'd probably give it for what it is. It's, it was a nine for me. Yeah, like we talked about, not a game of the year contender, but. No. Solid. A really fun play. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. And definitely for South Park fans. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, and then I, I played Dark Souls 2, which is fucking awesome. Uh-huh. That right now is leader for Game of the Year for me. Oh, cool. Without any question. Nice. Um, I've probably played it for about 10 hours-ish. Wow. That's pretty good, though. Yeah, I was you've only had it, it for... 
Or did you get it last week? Did it it was out? the last week. That's right. Okay. Yeah. When, yeah. When Titan, it came out the same day as Titanfall. It did. It came out when Titanfall came out. It's it's so good. I wish it was for PS4 because the graphics would be so amazing yeah. if it was on PS4. But regardless of the graphics, it's just such an awesome game. I, I feel like it's a lot more... It's still super hard. I, I can't compare it to the last one as far as the difficulty goes because I didn't play enough of the last one mm-hmm. to really compare. I do want to go back and try that later, though. Um, no, you don't. I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. The thing I'll, is... Because I, I played it, too. I I'll. feel like this one is a lot more user-friendly okay. than the last one was. But um, not, not in a bad way. Definitely not in a bad way. It's in, in perfect ways. Um, a couple of things that they added is you can tr- fast travel right from the beginning between bonfires, which is really nice. Um, you get your Estus flasks, which heal you, but you also have like side healing uh, items mm-hmm. along with Estus flasks, which is nice. Um, a cool little feature they put in with those healing things is the Estus flask heals you quickly. Mm-hmm. The side uh, life gems, they're called, heal you at a slower rate. Oh, like a, like a regen yeah. type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to kind of be strategic about when you use them because if you're right in the heart of battle... If you use a life gem, it's probably not really going to do too much for you. Right. Um, so I'm in the... Will. Yeah. Look for the first area in here. I, I purchased the collector's edition. It's called, like, Land of the Giants or something like that. I purchased the collector's edition handbook for it. I don't usually get the guidebooks, but... It's Dark Souls. It's, it's Dark Souls, and it, it's such a cool book. It's a hardcover. I got it for 20 bucks on Amazon. I would highly recommend it. It's full of information. I'm trying not to use it too much. I'll hold it up to the webcam so people in the live stream can get a better look at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to use it too much. Um, if I feel like I need to, I will use it, but I, I don't want to kind of cheat my way through it, even though it's really hard anyway. Um, the, the multiplayer stuff is still amazing. I love being able to leave notes for people. Mm-hmm. And I found out something cool yesterday from listening to the Giant Bomb Show when they were talking about Dark Souls. I guess if you leave a note and somebody rates it, which means they liked it, you gain uh, health from it. Mm. I just thought it was just, just there. there because, but I think that's really cool. Is this Forest of the Fallen Giants? Yes, I'm in the Forest of the Fallen Giants, which is basically the first zone that you would go to. Um, there's two bosses. I beat the first boss pretty easily the second boss is a real bitch i don't know if i'll be able to beat him by myself but the cool thing is you can summon other players in to help you and they they just kind of hang out and put their summon sign out and you can call them into your world i haven't done it yet i'm probably gonna end up having to because the second boss is just i fought him three or four times i don't even think i got myself down a quarter of the way um when i was listening to giant bomb something i thought was really cool that i didn't think about about the game is it's one of those games that there's so much to it. You learn a lot about it just from talking to other people that have yeah. played it, which is why I can't wait for you guys to yeah, get it. Because you learn things from each other on right. how to do different things and or places to go. Yeah, th- like items to find. Like I found a ring that is awesome mm-hmm. and it's super helpful. And, you know, I might not have, have found it if it wasn't for listening to Giant Bomb. Yeah. I wouldn't have known what they were talking about. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I wouldn't have found the damn ring. And it's such a helpful thing in the game. Um,. But like I said, I did buy the guide. I just don't want to use it too much because I just kind of have it just in case I get really lost. The, the guide is kind of hard to understand the maps through, but once you get the hang of it, 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 it is helpful. Mm-hmm. I've explored almost that first area, almost the entire thing. I got to a point where I've leveled up probably as much as I should to be in that zone. 
I should probably move on to the next one, but I, I found this area where I went through a door and there was this, this giant ogre guy and another smaller guy. And the, the problem is I could take the ogre one-on-one. I could probably take both of them, but it's on like a kind of a shitty little bridge. And if you fall off, you die. Right. So I walked in there the second time and I saw a ladder to the right. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go up this ladder and escape. Well, I get up there and there's two of those giant ogres up there. So I'm fighting them and I'm fighting them. And I'm, I'm, a pro- I'm probably going to beat them. Well, then there's a hole in the roof they fucking knock me into. Uh. And I drop down in there and there's another ogre and another small guy. And it's like this enclosed space and I died. And there's no way I could go back and get my, my blood stain, which yeah. is what you have to do. You earn souls, which is how you level up. And it's also how you buy equipment and upgrade equipment. So souls are basically everything mm-hmm. to you in that game. And if you die... It leaves a blood stain on the ground that you have to go back to and get your souls back. Mm-hmm. But if you die in the process of doing that, you lose all your souls. Yeah. Um, I really like the strategic part of it about how you use your souls. Do you want to level up? Do you want to buy something? Do you want to upgrade something? And you don't get a ton of souls, so it's 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 hard to you know balance, balance what you want yeah. to do because everything is so important in that game, and, and how you build your character is important. Yeah. So. I love it. It's really hard, but it's just, it's got some kind of draw to it that I just, I love. Yeah. So much. Yep. I don't know if I'll ever beat it, but. I hope you do. That'd I hope great. I do too. The that'd guy that'd be the co- accomplishment. It would. The Kotaku reviewer beat it in 80 hours. So. That's, <laughs> that's a doozy. That's quite a haul, but there's not a lot of games coming out that I'm really right. too pumped about, so I, I should just be playing that for the most part. Yeah, over the summer and stuff, too. Yeah. I can't wait for you guys to get it. Okay. It's amazing. All right. Did you play anything else? Just Infamous, which we'll talk about next week. Next week, right. Okay. Uh, I'll go. Uh, As I said earlier, uh, I played uh, Dark Souls, the first one, uh, on St. Paddy's Day and had some Guinnesses. I I also streamed, but I wasn't able to, like, really talk that much um, because, you know, it's upstairs and I need to be quiet. But I'll give you a quick uh, rundown on my my dark souls experience i start my game i made a bandit as my character uh quickly made my way out of the prison area and entered the room where you square off against the flying demon right at the very beginning i made a few pathetic attempts at killing him with the broken sword that you give at the beginning (laughs) and i thought you had to beat him with the broken sword um i died probably 10 times Uh before i figured out that over on the left hand i think it was the left hand side of the room there's like a a door a Uh doorway that you go in through and where you get your actual like weapon and shield that's the thing Um, about that exactly like it it it, it's perfect because like right when you're about ready to give up and rage quit you discover something that you're like, oh, okay, I can keep playing this, you know? And that that was the very first... I was like, I can't do this. I'm not going to... I'm not even going to bother. I'm just going <laughs> to play something else. It's very much trial and error. Yeah. And a lot of times, one of the things I like about it is you can find a glitch on how to beat something. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for instance, one of those big ogres, he was coming at me, and then another guy had an add-on with another uh, enemy. So I backed up through this stairwell that the ogre had trouble getting through, mm-hmm. and he'd get to a point where he'd turn around, so he'd when out. he'd turn around, I'd come up and backstab him, and mm-hmm. I just kept doing that. Otherwise, I'd been fucked. And I yeah. love just finding little things like that. You yeah. know? And the game kind of encourages you to oh, do you that. Oh, you have to. You absolutely so. have to. Uh, so there's that. So I, I yeah, probably died about ten times trying to kill the the, the flying demon with my broken sword hilt. Uh, before I snuck, I you know I, like I said, I went into a room, and it gives you a shi- your shield, and I got 
I got my axe too and uh, fought some skeletons and stuff as you go up into the things. And then, you know, you go, I killed the demon. Uh, I, I walked out of that initial like prison thing where you carried off uh, by the giant raven to the like where you actually start the game. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the intro. Uh, and that's the point where you where you Corey talked about it when when he talked about Dark Souls, where you say, you know, there's two bells. You can either go down into the dungeons or you can go up on this hill in this castle and ring of the bell. Um, so I decided that I would go up, um, but I don't think I went the right way. I kept going into like a cemetery uh, over like on the left hand side, and there was skeletons uh, that I had a trouble beating constantly. Um, uh, there, I know what there, you're talking about. There was a couple times where I would, you know, I would be able to kill them and move on, and you know, you go into this little like dungeon area um, where I would never get very far. I'd die, and then I'd try to go get my, you know. Like Eric said, you know, go to my blood stain and collect my stuff and and die on my way there. Um, I probably spent like an hour or an hour and a half just trying to grind and kill the skeletons that were there. Yep. Um, but like I would die when I was just trying to fight these two skeletons that were like right at the <laughs> beginning. I'm like, I, I don't, uh, I don't get the appeal here. Um, but right, like I probably died about thirty times. Um, just trying to fight those guys. But then, right as I was ready to quit again, I found a stairwell off to the side that I hadn't noticed before. And when I went up there, there was guys that I was killing in one hit. So I was like, okay, I can progress. Um, so I, you know, I, I made my way in there for a little bit. Like I said, that was right about as I was ready to quit. I made my way around in there, and it, I was able to kill guys and explore a little bit. And it was a, it was a cool, like, uh, like castle type of thing. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and I got to a point where I could fight two different guys. I could fight like a dark knight guy, um, who I fought a couple times and he killed me or I could fight. I think it was like a giant werewolf or a giant wolf or something. And I tried to fight him a couple times and I died and then it was late and I was getting kind of drunk. So I decided <laughs> I would just go to bed. But, um, as much as I died and as much as I was frustrated with the game, like Eric said, there's something about it that, that kept me wanting to play and wanting to find out more about Isn't it. Isn't the so world so cool? It is very cool. And I can't, I'm looking forward to playing it again, actually. Yeah. Um, that said, it's very frustrating and, and very difficult, but something just, about if it. You know that going in, you yep. just got to keep that in mind that everybody that plays that game struggled as much as you're struggling. Yeah. Um, I, and I like, was I can't figure out was I just going the wrong way like I could not kill these skeletons Who knows? but once I went up on the hill like I had easy time with with killing most of the guys there for instance in Dark Souls 2 Dan like it is a little more directed I feel like where you are supposed to go yeah definitely not holding your hand not even right. close but actually the first place I went was actually the second zone you're supposed to go to I okay. didn't know that right. so I went in there I got really lucky because one of the first guys you come across in that that world is pretty hard, especially if it's your first guy you're fighting. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of doing a glitch with him too, because he was coming across this like stone bridge at me, and I kept backing up, and he'd turn around. Well, eventually he fell off the bridge, and I was oh, like, "Oh, nice, yeah." <laughs> then I got awesome. to the next guy, and he kicked my ass. But right. uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those things you don't know necessarily know where you're going. Yeah, I had no idea where I was going. Yeah, but it's just so cool. One of the big changes he made in this one, and I don't, I, I can't figure out whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. In, in the first Dark Souls, enemies always come back mm-hmm. to life. Yeah, after you after you rested a bonfire, yeah. they regenerate, mm-hmm. and that's how you 
get your uh, SS flasks back filled up is yep. by resting in a bonfire. It's also how you level up in Dark Souls 2, mm-hmm. so you have to do it, right. which regenerates all the enemies. Um, the thing about this one is after you kill the same enemy like dozens of times, they disappear. Oh. Problem with that, though, is you don't get souls anymore from them. Ah. Uh, okay, yeah. So it's like, it's, is that a good thing? Right. You know what I mean? It's a balance. I actually had a few that have disappeared on me. Because I just went down there so many times. Yeah. Um, but man, I can't, sp- I can't wait. It's good stuff. Out for you guys to play and that's why I wanted to play the the original Dark I Souls. I think it's a good idea. I wanted to have a little experience with it before I just jumped right into Dark you Souls You should too. try Demon Souls. Okay. I couldn't do jack shit in that game. Really? I quit that playing hard. it. I, I, was, I didn't know. I knew it was hard, but like maybe I was going to the wrong spot. But man, mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything. Right. It felt to me like the penalties for death were a lot harsher in that game. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Nice. Okay. I'm glad you liked Dark Souls. Yeah, so. it was great. You're going to love this. It was great. Uh, looking forward to playing again. And as I said, I'll, I'll stream more. And hopefully my PC will be down here so I can actually, uh, you know, talk during it. So played that. I played more Titanfall. I still really love Titanfall. Um, I think I'm like 30, level 38 now. Mm-hmm. Um me and Will and Tito tried Last Titan Standing, which was where you start with all Titans. That's what I watched um, a video of. You yeah, playing. yep, that was that was cool. Um, yeah, you, you start off six on six Titans, and and there's there's rounds. Like once the teams Titans all get killed off, uh, you know they win that round. Once they kill out, you know once you kill off the other team's Titans, and then you uh, first of four rounds like wins the match. So I uh, didn't perform that well in that. I think I do a little bit better when there's a mix of Titans and pilots. I do too. Uh, it's a different, it's a totally different strategy when you're playing uh, last Titan standing than it is well, when you're, I would liken it to when I play halo. Yeah. If I'm playing regular old halo, I suck. Yeah. If it's uh, SWAT SWAT with it's just headshots. Yeah. I'm pretty damn good at it. Yeah. It's just the, the type of gameplay. Yep. If I see you first and I get a headshot on you, you're done. Right. But if we have to go back and forth, you're probably going to beat me. Right. Yeah. I hear you. It's just a game type. Um, but yeah, I still like really am enjoying Titanfall. I played last night for like two two hours probably. I'm so sad that you like it that much. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, wa- I told you I wanted you to hate it. Right. Uh, I'm glad I don't hate it. I, I don't know how much longer I'm going to play it, um, you know. If I, if, if I get another like couple weeks out of it, I'll probably be happy with it. I texted Corey when I was listening to the episode yeah. from last week, and I told him he kind of took the words out of my mouth when you were talking about when he asked you if it if it had like staying power with you. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I that's kind of it. And I was talking to somebody else who got an Xbox One for Titanfall, and he yeah. kind of said the same thing. Um, and he's really big into shooters. Yeah, I don't think you know him, but he he was saying the same thing. He's like. It's a cool game. It's nothing earth-shattering, no. and, and I don't feel like I'm going to play it after a month. No, I can imagine once like Dark Souls come, Dark Souls Two comes out, I probably Something won't. I, yeah, I probably won't won't play it anymore. Or maybe I'll pop on occasionally. Um, I'm not going to get the map pack because I just don't think I'm going to get my twenty five dollars yeah. worth or the season pass. I'm sorry, uh, I'm not going to get my money's worth out of that. So I have another friend who you do know. Uh, his name's Dan. Also, yeah, he bought an Xbox One recently just for Titanfall. Mm-hmm. He got Dark Souls 2 the same day. I think he played Titanfall the day it came out, and he's Another. only been playing Dark Souls. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know I know. he really liked the first one, yeah. so. Okay. Uh, so that's Titanfall. I'm also going to talk about Wildstar Beta. They finally lift, lifted the NDA, so I can talk a little bit about it. 
Uh, it was developed by Carbine Studios and published by NCSoft. Uh, it's got two different factions, Exiles, which are the Alliance of Refugees, uh, driven out of their homeworld by the Dominion, and the Dominion is the other faction. It's got six classes, a Warrior, a Spellsinger, which is like a magic-using gunslinger, an Esper, which is a psionic illusionist, an Engineer, which is a heavily armored range character who also uses uh, robots as pets, a Stalker, which is an assassin-like class, and then a medic, which is a medic. It's obvious. There's also four paths, which the paths are, are kind of like your role in the exploration of the planet Nexus. Uh, there's an explorer, which accesses secret trails, uncovers relics, and discovers magic vistas. Uh, there is a soldier who crafts weapons and armor and also has uh, better access to like weapons and technology and stuff. There's a settler who is the builder. Uh, they build buildings and infrastructure on the world. Uh, and then there's a scientist who the scientists unleak, unlock secrets, um, unlock the secrets of Nexus. I'm not sure exactly what that means. I, I did pick scientists as my path. I made an engineer uh, scientist for, for when I played. Um, and the the path like that I was doing, I, I only played until like the, the newbie area. I, I think I was level 10 when I got to like the actual planet where you were the fun stuff starts happening, you know, that's when you can start build building buildings and stuff. I only made it to the very beginning there. Um, so I didn't, I only had experience with some of the, the quests and, and, and combat and stuff. Um, but like, uh, I, I actually really enjoyed Wildstar. Um, I don't know if it's going to be worth a subscription fee. Mm. Uh, I played Wildstar and Elder Scrolls online, right around the same time is the nda for wilds or elder scrolls up yet yes. yeah i think so okay because it's coming soon i did not enjoy elder scrolls online at all Neither did I. um i'm not after playing one weekend on the beta i think it was only like four hours i have zero interest in it um it was very generic feeling uh i the only cool thing about it was and i, I i've told all you guys about this when you're like looking on your map your your character in game is actually pulls out a map and looks at a map or if you're rummaging through your inventory it shows your character actually holding a bag and looking through a bag that's the only thing i thought was cool, cool. about elder scrolls online <laughs> the rest it was just it was not fun not good i Ugh. i don't know why anyone would like it i'm sure people will love it but and, but i played wildstar at the same time and wildstar like it's very colorful it's a little cartoony but the combat is really actiony which i also really like it reminds me of uh um the modern day mmorpg that you have secret world oh it's, yeah. it's got combat okay. like the secret world where you actually have to like aim like you you have your gun like my character had a gun or whatever um this is like a shotgun or big cannon uh and you have to actually have to aim like it shows your spray of your gun and like if you get it in the middle and get you know you, you gotta aim it so that all your all your well you know your your spray actually hits the hits the people and they Bird can, shot. yeah yeah exactly kind of uh where, where it spreads and like in the middle obviously is where the most damage is going to be doing so if you can keep your enemies in that in that that cone you know it'll it'll do more damage than on the outside where there's not as much damage you know um so so that i really liked about it and the world is is very cool mm-hmm. so I, I i liked it i don't know if it's worth a subscription fee there is an option that you don't have to pay a subscription fee I don't know quite how it works, but I'll report on that when I figure it out a little bit more. Uh, yeah, I played, like, maybe 20 minutes of it. Okay. I made an Esper. Okay. Um, on the Exile. Mm-hmm. Um, and a Scientist. Mm-hmm. I was in Exile, too. Yeah. Um, it looks like it'll be a lot of fun. 
Yeah. I don't have any time to play it right now. When's that come out? June. June? June 6th, I think, is the release date. And is it, it's a full 60 in subscription? Full 60 subscription fee. Like I said, there is an option to not pay a subscription fee. I don't know exactly how it works. It, it has to do with, like, gaining experience and stuff, like a certain kind of experience, and, like, you can sell that for game time Oh, kind okay. of thing. That's kind of neat. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can play it enough, you can play it without having to pay. But I think it also requires people buying that experience from you, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't I can't I haven't been able to quite figure it out, but Okay. Um it was definitely a lot more interesting of an MMORPG than than uh, Elder Scrolls. Yeah. So and science fiction. I tend to enjoy science fiction stuff more than more than fantasy stuff. Yeah. So Yeah. I was actually gonna stream playing the beta, but the my 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 beta is no longer active. I've got a Hopefully, get into one of the other ones or an open beta and I'll stream. would give out keys. Did they? Yeah. I'll have to get, try and get one. Yeah, I did like a couple hours after they did the post and they were, I got one. Okay. So. All right. Uh, that's everything, right? I, no one else has anything they want to talk about for what we, what we played? That's it for me. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. The song you're going to be hearing during the break is the song Sunrise by the band Our Last Night. So we'll be right back right after that. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 139 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are in our feedback. Uh, we got a voicemail. I will play that first. So here we go. Um, I just wanted to say I had oh, a lot of fun got to start Titan. This from the beginning. There we go. Hey, guys. It's uh, Tito from L.A. Um, I just wanted to say I had a lot of fun playing Titanfall with uh, Will and Dan. Um. You know, I'm having fun with the game. I'm not totally crazy about it, but um, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad we finally got to play some games together. And uh, yeah, I had fun. Besides, when we were playing those guys, who were really good, and it just kind of got annoying. What's cool about Titanfall is that uh, the parkour part of the game. I, I realized that on a lot of the maps, which I've enjoyed most of the maps, there's areas that. You can play that game for probably 100 hours, and there's still going to be 
uh, areas that you've never even thought of by using the parkour and like getting to places really quickly. And I think that's kind of cool. And um, I still recommend uh, uh, Last Titan Standing for Dan. I think that that'll really be up your alley. Um, I know we didn't do too well when we played it together, but uh, no, we didn't. Uh, give it a shot. If, it was fun though. If, uh, if you're not having too much fun in just the regular attrition mode. Also, I wanted to ask you guys your thoughts on um, the. I think it was Project Morpheus or also Microsoft getting into the virtual reality, how Sony and Microsoft might uh, compete with the Oculus Rift. I was just wondering if maybe this entire time Oculus Rift has been trying to get their product ready, that it's just given, um, it's been enough time for Sony and Microsoft to kind of leech onto the whole virtual reality, and seeing as they have um, developers and, and all these companies to make games for them, Whereas the Oculus Rift doesn't necessarily have that, if it'll be tough competition for Oculus Rift to actually do well, and everyone's just gonna decide to just hang on to their PS4s and Xbox Ones to do the whole virtual reality thing, I, I'm just wondering what you guys think if that's gonna be a lot of trouble for the Oculus Rift to compete. Um, and that's it. I'll see you guys around. All right. Thanks, Tito. Uh, hey we'll talk. This is Tito from LA. <laughs> <laughs> I always say every time I'm gonna stop it at the end, but at least at least I had it up, so I didn't have to look. Um, so yeah, Oculus Rift, um, as opposed to the the Sony VR or Microsoft, I'm sure is working on something. They there were rumors about it the other day. Yeah, that's no surprise. The you know that obviously that was going to happen. I what the, what I want them to do is something with the Illumina room. I'd rather they did that than do virtual reality too. You know. That was so cool. That was cool, but we haven't heard anything about that, so I don't even know if it exists anymore. But uh, I I think Oculus and the Sony thing are in kind of different uh, different levels, you know. I think Oculus Rift, uh, not only for gaming, but um, everything. Like, people are going to use it for, I think, training. I think, uh, like, surgeries and stuff. I think the Oculus Rift has a lot more, like, real-world uses than just uh, something designed specifically for the PS4 because it's on PC. Wasn't yes. something about NASA said for the PS4 one though? Probably. Yeah. Um, but they, they might they might be doing something with NASA. But like um, like I said, the Oculus Rift because it connects to a PC. There's so much you can do anything you want with it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the you know the the PS4 one is or the one for the PlayStation is going to be for PS4 mm-hmm. for for gaming. You know. Um, like a lot of people in the medical industry are excited about Oculus Rift because of, of training. Uh, you know, you get something like a surgeon simulator, um, obviously a little bit better, better quality or closer quality, but you know, that that's just one example. Also the Oculus Rift is going to be available. They want to have it so you can use it with mobile, mobile stuff. So I just think it has more real world applications and something specifically designed for the, the, the PlayStation. Right. Corey thoughts. Makes sense. That's all you got, Corey? <laughs> Corey's right in the middle of a rift or a raid. Yeah. I forget. He's playing video games. Uh, Tito is in the chat right okay. now, and he said he forgot to mention that he tried the Oculus Rift oh. at a friend's house. Uh-huh. It was a standard definition version. It wasn't bad. Hard to keep your balance. Uh, he was standing up, but the demos were all right. Oh, okay. Cool. I, I, Yeah, that's awesome. I look forward to giving it a try. I would like to, to play it at some point. We um, should split a dev kit. We should split because the new dev kits are coming out pretty soon. I guess, right? Yeah, three fifty. Uh, but I kind of want to wait for the full yeah. full release for it for when it comes out. Um, 
And as I said, or I think I talked about this earlier, but uh, what, one of the things that you're going to get is, you know, communities around games, people are going to write their own uh, compatibilities for, for games, you know. So even if you have, like, an older game that has has a following, you know, maybe, like, Diablo 2 will have uh, Oculus Rift support because the community wants to wants to do it, you know. That'd be nuts. Uh, whereas with the the Sony thing, it's only if the, the developers themselves want to wanna be involved with it, so... I think that's the difference. Um, obviously, we don't. That's that's speculation at this point. We won't know until they actually come out. But that's my that's my feeling, at least for now. They said they've been working on it for like three and a half years, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and the, you know, they've probably had even older than that. Like this, probably this this current one is the one that they you know started like three and a half years ago. Um, so yeah, I'm sure they've been working on that sort of stuff for a while now. And it even might have splintered off from because I know they had one that was like movie centric. Yep. It might have might have split off from that one. So, but I'm excited to hear more more about this stuff. Um, I think it's going to be cool. Mm. It's going to make it hard to leave the virtual environment even more hard than it is now. That's what I'm worried about. You know, with me, mm-hmm. just not wanting to do anything. <laughs> not, yeah, I hear you. Uh, and then you know Titanfall. Yeah, we had we had a lot of fun playing Titanfall. Um, maybe once I move my computer down here, we'll be able to like Skype or something and and coordinate strategies a little bit. Uh, Set your strats. Yeah, next time we next time we play Titanfall. Uh, and he's right. The like, I think people that get really good at the the parkour mechanic will be able to find weird little nooks in the map that you would have no idea were there. There's also uh, burn cards that you can use to improve like your speed and, and, and parkour stuff. So yeah, people are going to find some weird areas. Snipers are going to find weird areas to snipe from. Piss you right off. Yeah. There was actually one game that I played. It was in, it's in like a, a village type of setting and someone got like way up on one of the spires and was sniping people. Oh, I saw yeah. him right. uh, and killed him a few times cause he would go up there and I don't think people were paying him much attention, but I like to be the anti-sniper. Yeah. Take I hate out. being sniped. Well, you would be the sniper. Why? It's so hard to do in that game. It is pretty hard. Yeah. Did you really... say you snipe though? Yeah. Yeah, I could just say I see you doing that. <laughs> yeah. That's... You and all your little buddies. See, I get really annoyed, or not annoyed, but bored with run and gun the whole time. Yeah. So I tried sniper because it's so fast paced, and like I play capture the flag, so mm-hmm. I, there's constantly moving around and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's fun. Nice. It's not easy. I'm sickened by that. I don't think I've, how many people have you run into that snipe in that game? Two, three, yeah, not, not many. very many. Nobody really does. Well, it. it's because because of the movement. Like, you know, when someone's running and jumping off of walls and stuff, it's a lot harder to shoot them than if they're just running on the ground. Yeah, you know, so it is it is quite a bit more difficult to do than than uh, than in other other shooters that I've played. Yeah. Uh, okay, Facebook feedback. So thanks for that, Tito. Uh, Facebook feedback. Uh, from Mike in Minnesota says the first thing I did after getting back from England was fire up the stick of truth. I was immediately hooked and rolling with laughter. It uh, really does feel like you're part of an episode. It's a must for any South Park fans. I started playing uh, through The Witcher 2 again. It's such a good game. The one that I never would have looked at if I hadn't heard about it on the podcast. I now have both The Witcher both of the Witcher games on my top 10 list and I can't wait for the third. It's about all I, all I have to report. I want Eric to know that I've been having nightmares ever since I went to that stupid stadium of his. I think it's only fair that he foots the bill for when I end up having to visit a shrink. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you taking the pictures for me. Yeah, that was cool. That was very yeah. cool. 
Hope you had a good trip. My cousin's actually over there right now. Um, Do I know this person? Jordan. Oh, yeah. what's he What's he doing yeah, over there? With Barb. Oh, oh. that's cool. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate you doing that. Uh, I'm not real thrilled with Arsenal right now. They got absolutely trounced yesterday. Mm. And Michael's Tottenham won today in the last minute. Okay. Not thrilled about that. Right. They're rivals. They are right. The biggest of rivals. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Van Persie? He doesn't play for either of them. Manchester. United. Yeah. Man U. He got hurt, the stupid bastard. Oh. How nice of him. Yeah. Uh, Idaho Jake, I think. I lost my place. That's why I'm, I paused. Uh, says, hey, fellas, I went and rented South Park, the stick of truth on Xbox, because you guys convinced me to try it. I watched the first few seasons of South Park when they were new, but I kind of went away from it. So you could say this is the review from someone who, oh, wait, I read this last week. Yeah, that was last week. See what happens when I miss a week? <laughs> There's all sorts of confusion. I think that's it then. <laughs> all right. I wanted to go He's over scrolling this. through. Yeah, I wanted to go over this before before we started the segment, but I didn't. Disorganization. Par for the course. All right, Dan. Corey's over there playing Pompey. Nobody fantasy. expects anything. Temper your uh, You know what? I, there is something from Julian's from last week that Eric can talk about. Uh, some football stuff. Do you think the Rams uh, will stick with Bradford or and get him another wide receiver, or do you think they'll go quarterback for the draft? I don't even know where they're picking in the draft. I don't either. Probably early-ish? Uh, mid-ish. Mid-draft? I know they had a decent season this Probably stick year. with Bradford if they're smart. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I don't feel like the quarterbacks, I, granted I don't watch much college football, but I don't, I'm don't. i not too overly impressed with any of the quarterbacks, I guess. Right. Especially mid-round. Yeah. I mean, Johnny Football might be there, but he's got Tebow written all over him to me. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, there was something about, of course, whoever gets Johnny Football will be my secondary team. I oh, hope he goes to the oh, Browns. There you go. Uh, so Why would drama. you wish that upon somebody to go to the Browns? <laughs> right, right. If you like the guy, you don't want him to go to the Browns, right? Yeah, I don't know. Because yeah. the, the Browns are one of those teams that just uh, year after year uh, have disaster written all over them. They're, they're the one team I think I feel worse for than the Bills. Yeah, they're the Edmonton Oilers of football. Yeah, Eric and I had a conversation about how poor Browns fans. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Okay. Any, any other thoughts on football, Eric? Did you want to uh, get into some Bill stuff? I thought somebody said, had mentioned something about free agency. Didn't Jake have something in there about football? Yeah, probably. It was uh, in the, under the emails, I think. Uh, he says, hey, guys, I forgot one thing. I think the Ravens have done some good things uh, for offense by keeping Jacoby Jones and Dennis Pitta and adding Steve Smith but getting rid of Michael Orr. Not sure how the O-line will be. Uh, now defense might suffer a bit by getting rid of Arthur Jones and Jamal McLennan. Uh, how are your teams doing? There's that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know about the the Ravens. Uh, I guess Steve Smith's a little bit long in the tooth, but, uh, you know, he's always a good competitor, so it's probably a good pickup for them. Was, yeah, people said the same thing about I, – I said this last week, but about Anquan Bolden when he went there. They're like, eh, he doesn't have much The thing is, left. though, they're, they're different receivers. Yeah, Bolden can go over the middle. And he's big and Steve strong. Steve Smith's a small guy. Right. He's just fiery. Yeah. So if he loses a step, it's going to hurt his game That's a little true. more. That's true. But um, losing Michael Orr will hurt for sure because he's really good. 
Jacoby Jones is a decent receiver. Mm-hmm. I think they got a, a pretty good receiving core now. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the Bills go for free agency, they made quite a few pickups. They got Brandon Spikes from the Patriots, who I know other fans are pretty excited about. He's a good run run D linebacker, which he needs, so that's mm-hmm. good. Um, who the fuck is the other linebacker they picked up? Oh, he played for the Giants last year. Uh, John Beeson? Nope. Um... Oh, shit. I'm drawing a complete blank. Rivers? Yes. Okay. Keith Rivers, they picked him up to play outside linebacker. It took me a second to think of the Giants linebackers. Yeah, they're they're pushing uh, Kiko Alonso to the outside. He was the middle linebacker, but they're moving him to the outside, and then Spikes will be middle linebacker, and Rivers will be the other outside linebacker. Mm -hmm. They lost Jairus Bird, obviously, which is a huge blow. But, I, I mean, I saw that coming. Right. Um, I think they'll have a good defense. I do. I think they're going to have a good defense. It always comes down to their quarterback play. Right. That's, that's what it will come down to because they have talent, especially if they add another receiver mm-hmm. early in the draft, which everybody thinks they're going to, or tight end. Um, they're either going to go tight end, receiver, or tackle in the first round. So a lot of people want them to take that guy from Texas A&M, mm-hmm. Mike oh, Evans. Yeah. So but they've already got a decent receiving court. They had another guy. EJ is going to have pretty much the everything he needs. Yeah. They, the guard they signed is shaky. He's from the Rams. I haven't heard a lot of good things about him, but I don't know. we'll see. Right. No, I, I'm, I'm happy with their moves. We'll see. I mean, you, I guess we'll see when the season comes. It's hard yeah. to, you know. Yeah, at this point. Especially, you know, you got to figure out how the other teams, in the, you know, the Patriots are going to be good. but yeah, Dolphins will be decent. Jets will be better, probably. I mean, Why? they have Mike Vick as quarterback, who is probably he's better than than uh, Gino. Gino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He doesn't fl- scare me. He doesn't. No, not anymore. Yeah. I mean, I saw him for a lot of years with the Eagles, and um, he'll have a, a really good game, but he'll follow that up with three really bad, bad games. games. Yeah, like his opening game this year was really good. Yeah, and then after that, he fell apart. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see when it comes time. I guess. Yeah. Anybody excited for baseball? That start mm-hmm. yesterday. It started today. The no, this actual season hasn't started. Oh. I don't think. It's, I think it's well, just what was the game that was spring training? Oh god, why were they even talking about that? Well, what happened in Florida was the Marlins played the Red Sox, and uh, they charged the prices because they're playing the Red Sox, and they said that all the Red Sox players were going to be there, but none of them were. It was all the minor league, so the Marlins fans were really upset. <laughs> Understandably so. Yeah. I did see that the Yankees' pitching rotation is looking pretty nice. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a little excited for baseball because I'm going to watch this year because of Derek Jeter's last year, yeah. so I'm going to pay attention. I'm not. No? No. But it's Jeets. Oh, I know. Love Jeter, but... You'll hear enough from me about it anyway. Yeah. It'll be all over everything. I, th- I think last year I watched, like, maybe two innings of baseball yeah. season. Mm-hmm. I think I was right there with you, Dan. I flipped it on so I could take a nap. <laughs> it was <laughs> great asleep. napping TV. It is great nap. Like golf. Yeah. <clears throat> so, okay. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, we'll be looking at uh, recording next weekend again. Probably uh, like I don't know if I said, but we're going to start moving more towards weekend. Uh, not to say we won't occasionally record during the week, but it'll be more weekends now. It's it's easier on Corey's schedule. I know and will schedule uh, Eric does well, really have a, always. Different, yeah, so. you don't have a preference. I don't have a preference. So uh, at least for now, it'll be more more weekends. So we'll keep you posted exactly on when we're going to record. Um, so, yeah, 
That'll do it for episode 139 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. What? <laughs> That's <I'm> Corey. <laughs> Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four, five.